Welcome back to another episode of the Debbie Guy Chronicles. <laughs> this is your boy, Santi Dai, a.k.a. Debbie Guy. We are back with another episode. We're here on another beautiful Sunday with my co-host. Cristian Lopez. That's it? That's it? See. Sí. <laughs> <laughs> it's your girl, Asia. I'm happy to be back with my brother, man. Another day. Another, another day. Another week. And we got uh, Jace, the sound guy, in the cut again, like a band-aid, and <laughs> Lou, uh, Young Lou Productions. That's so hard. Why, man? In the cut like a band-aid? That shit really... That shit crazy. <laughs> you still that? Yeah, I, I, Lil Wayne said it before. Of course Lil Wayne said it. Of course Lil Wayne said it. They say in the cut like peroxide. It's a couple different ways you can like go band- with it. The band-aid one is just smooth. Yeah, it is massive. Lil Wayne like that, though. Yeah, First, he just he just rapped with the with the mask on and then took it off. <clears throat> I didn't. Did he? I want to see the clip of that. Did he actually, do you can hear it. I didn't hear it. That's the problem. I I, I don't want to start oh, the episode like oh, this. Oh oh oh! Who's the Mount Rushmore? The last person of the top of the twenty tens of rappers. They already had three filled out. No no, but don't even ignore the three. Come with your own. Three? Your own four. Of the top t- of all time? Top four or... rappers. No, the 2010s. Mine is very 2010? simple. 2010s. Mine is very simple. That, that three that was there. Wait, what were the three? Let her, let her go. She go first. The... Don't tell her. No, go, I go. feel like I saw it. No, don't, don't worry about but it. But why Just you go. can't tell me? Because you, know, you don't want the bias to kick in. Just make up your own list. Okay. Wait, that lotion was a problem. Right. I would put Wayne, Drake, top 10 of that time. 2010s. 2010s. Of 2010, right? So 2010 to 2019. 2020 would it be? 2020. I would throw Nikki up there. Okay. And who else? I want to say Rick Ross, but mm. I don't know. Do you think? Do you think? Play with? Do you okay, think? I'm gonna say Rick Ross. Mm. I'm gonna say oh, the 2010s Rick Ross. though. Yeah, the 2010s. Okay. Yeah, I feel like he came up with some music. Okay. What do y'all say? No, I'm. You're first. You're first. But it was only four, right? You only named two. No, I said Little Wayne, okay. Drake, Nicki, okay. and Ross. Okay, who you, who's yours? The three that was there. What were the three? three. Name the three. Cole. Okay. Kendrick. Okay. Drake. Okay. And I'm adding in Future. I got the same exact list. That's tough. And it's a tough one between Big Sean and Future. I think Big Sean is the most slept on rapper in the music industry in my opinion okay. but future ran my four years of college so he has to go on the list yeah future bro from from his time his his run in those four years is stupid from astronaut status to dirty sprite to to mm. evil to future to hendrix to it's just it's too much bro, bro and Love the enemies like he went crazy. The 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 from when he dropped Monster to when he dropped Beast Mode like it's he went too from much. Monster to it's Beast Mode to Fifty Six Nights. It's too much. After Fifty Six Nights to Thirty Sprite Two, after Thirty Sprite Two he went to Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Then and then Evil. Evil. Then Hendrix Future, or Future Hendrix. Yeah. Hendrix Future. And right? Future Hendrix was. And then um Beast Mode Two was in there somewhere. Yeah, but that but just those like yeah, from yeah, that yeah. to that. Future that dummy. is hen- to end it with Hendrix is I think Hendrix even yeah. the, Hendrix the, is my yeah. most played R and B album the tape yeah 
Hendrix is the one with the purple on the, the. No, no, Hendrix is when he's like white and it's like. It's white and wet. he's it's like, like a shadow. T- tannish. Thing, right? Yeah. Sor- no, sorry, testify. What? What? Yeah. What's, what's the one? What, no, came out when I was what's the one that just came oh out? Yeah. The one that just came out with Going Dummy and all that stuff on Oh, uh. That's the wizard? Wizard. That's stupid. Wizard is. A, I didn't like his recent, recent, recent one. It was cool. It, was, it, was, it just didn't compare to the rest of them, in my opinion. Bro, the first time I heard "use me" as a body of work, I almost cried, bro. I did cry. I cried. A These two are for you. To you use know, what's your most cry to song? Cry to song? The song you cry to the most? Uh, Cash Page, Heartbreakers. Uh, who's cry, 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 cry? Who's, yeah, that's Cash Page. Whatever. She's crazy, bro. Yeah, she's nuts. I had to put that on my notes. How does that? She said, "I'm hitting my anxiety." Yeah. Catch page. Yeah, lie, 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 lie. Straight to right your face. Now that's hard. Catch page. You say that I'm tough. She said. Cast page. Yes. She starts off one of her songs. She said, "Did you love songs? All of those. Which yeah. one is the one make you cry? Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. Which album is that? <clears throat> Teenage Fever. I think so. No. I gotta find it. Heartbreaker. She said, "Did you miss me enough to drink, or did you drink enough to miss me?" Mm. She said, "You say that I'm toxic, but you love me that way." Do I know my most cried to song is? My most. Or what's your most cried to song? I gotta think. You, you, if you got yours on deck. Mine, I already got it. I'm about to download that song right now. <laughs> um, add to library. My most cried to song is Future, um, Throwaway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. When the transition comes. So it's oh, for the name you. That much to you. My love don't mean that much to you. <laughs> Yo, freshman what year, my, my freshman year of college. Oh my god, that song hit my heart. That song, my, I know mine. Because he starts mind. off with such like, like you don't give a fuck. Like it's like mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about that girl. Whatever, it don't mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. Then he gets on. Damn, like. <laughs> my, mine is either um, "Long Live Stilo by Joey Badass mm-hmm. about uh, Capital C's, mm-hmm. or. Uh, Cause that song makes me think about my brother, mm-hmm. or um, what's the other one? I just had it. Dear Mom was pretty good too. Not dear, Dark Queen, not Dear Mom. Mm-mm. You know, a song used to make me cry, Lou. Uh, you ever heard "White Shoes" by uh, Wale? Take this good advice. That shit used to make me cry, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song used to put me in my song. bag. That's a great. That's a great. So you gonna be song. good as, as long, long as these sneakers wide. Huh? Yeah. 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 That's a great, great. Bro, bro, I got killed over sneakers, bro. Yeah, like that's a it's a great song. You know what? What didn't make me cry, but it used to make me mad emotional. That fucking um Macklemore song. That I wanna fly. Can you take me far? You know, you know what gets me? Give me a line. You ever heard J Cole premeditated murder? Yeah, Mm -hmm. crazy. Not like I like this baby. Premeditated murder gets me, and then uh, I wonder. And I wonder yeah. if you know. Those are that's all bag music right there. I got so for y'all. Dice pineapples used to get me. Joy badass on and on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But why you do? Yeah. All of Mac Miller's circles. That entire album man gets me because just like knowing the story of Mac oh Miller and knowing he like dies. Yeah. Every song on that, I'm just like, damn. Mac, swimming too, bro. Mac. Yeah. Because he was too, like, go back he was like, I guess. He was like crying out to his fans in a sense. Yeah. And no one kind of, no one did anything about it. Come back to earth. Um, How do you feel about that? Like when artists like in their songs is like telling you like, yo, I have issues. Like I need help. Yeah. And it's like, so we just bump it and it becomes a hit. But do we really say like, wow, I need help. I need to give Future some help. 
Nah. Like if you hear Zanny damage, you don't can't hear that song. Yeah, like, this crazy. nigga don't need help. Even love the enemies, bro. Yeah. Like how, I listen. How to- does this not make you cry? Listen to this. Listen how he starts this off. And this is the, this is the last album that came out before he died, or after he died. Yeah, that album, bro. I can put on some headphones, like light a joint, and just be like, I can get in them feels, man. Yeah, that's crazy. This this music, my my favorite song on this planet. I can it puts me in a good mood, it puts me in a bad mood. Meet me halfway by Black Eyed Peas. Really? If I could listen to one song and repeat for the rest of my life, it'd be that song. Meet me halfway. That's my favorite song ever. Why? I don't know. I could listen to one. I might if I take if I could take one album with me. Like if I had one album to go. My Twisted Dark Beautiful Fantasy by Kanye West. Damn, I was just gonna ask you that. If you are stuck on an island and you can only take two albums, what two albums would you take? I would take My Dark Fantasy because it was the first album I ever bought. I mean, my dad used to sit in the car and listen to it. And it was the clean version because I was a kid. I mean, by the clean version. And I would just sit and we would sit in the car and listen to it. And like the kid rock, his little skit on it, like, oh, you and that pussy got circle so late now. Yeah. You went to, you went to, like, this is my favorite. This is what Jeezy had on the sauce. Nigga said, Jeezy taught me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah, what, what Jeezy had on the sauce. Yeah. I remember. I love that album. Nah, Blame yeah. Game used to get me too. Oh, yeah. And then it goes from All of the Lights, and then yeah. it goes yeah. back and forth. Let's play the blame. Then it's like, game. I love that. No, that's, that's <laughs> a tough album. <laughs> no. I have it on record. It sounds so tough on record. Really? One yeah. Of, you got to bring it. Yeah, I will. You gotta yeah, we got to record play it. We got to yeah. play oh, that one. Gotta that bring shit that. is tough. Alasia, it sounds please. so crazy. Like, the blame game on a record, oh, it, like, yeah. sounds the whole house wow. out. Yeah. Where I'll be that's playing tough. it when I get home. I'll be that's cooking. Tough. I'll be like, in my bag. Wow. Right, it's really tough. And then a second album. Let's see. I got to look at my phone Second album, that's tough. Let me see. I might take J. Cole Friday Night Lights. And I don't have a reason, but it was the first thing that popped in my head, so I'm gonna trust it. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna trust it. You're annoying. The truth <laughs> that's bad. No, that's that's real shit though. It's instinct. <laughs> uh one album I would take is Thank Me Later. Ooh, great album. Oh yeah. And show me a good time. ninety percent of the song ninety percent of the time I'm just gonna be listening to one song, which is karaoke. Um <laughs> Than I yeah, but that whole album is crazy, and and what it represents for me. Uh, two, I would probably you take. Tell what it represents? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm gonna have to get my backstory behind. Like, I Drake. mean, if you're gonna die, gave you gonna have to tell us. No, all right. So basically, basically, I'm jacking it. I was probably the first person to hear Drake in North America, <laughs> and huh? for those that know nah, me, nah, real shit, real shit. Act for me on and who you know who put Akin on? Not you. You, you know who put Akin on? And you know why I put Akin on? You know the story behind that? Alright, so Akin and Amor used to make fun of me because I used to watch Degrassi. And I watched Degrassi from like the people don't even realize the cast that Drake was on, that was the second cast. That that was Degrassi the next generation. Mm-hmm. But I watched the first Degrassi. So when the next generation came on, I watched this cast from being like kids to growing up so by the time drake became jimmy and all that shit you feel me and he got got yeah, shot like shit. no for real but by the time he became that person i'm like all right who's this new cast or whatever so when you're watching a tv show you're gonna have your favorite characters aubrey graham was my favorite character mm-hmm. so when i was a young i was younger i was like a little nerdy they had like the little chat rooms and shit that you could sign up for and the the network that I was on was called the end 
So I initially signed up. To, I made like this little avatar. Like I, I was in like the chat room, and then somebody was like, "Yo, Aubrey, Aubrey raps now." It was like he dropped his first song, and his first song that he ever made was called "City Is Mine." I played. I, I downloaded it to LimeWire. Played it on repeat. That's Drake's first song. Akin Akin was like Akin was listening to that shit. He was like, "Yo, who the fuck is this?" I was like, "You know that." I was like, "You know that um that show you was making making fun of me for?" I was like, "This the dude that's in a wheelchair." He's like, "No way." I'm like, "That ass." Showed him his Twitter. I mean, his his MySpace page and all that shit. And Akin was like, "Yo, he's nice." So he's like, "If he has any other music, let me know." So right after that, he dropped Room for Improvement. I showed Akin Room for Improvement, and Akin fucked with that. And then he had Replacement Girl. And he was fucking with Trey, and after that it was the Yeezy stuff, and then, but like once again, Agon not here to ask him, but you ask Amar, you ask Amani, who was the first person listening to Drake, it was me, and I was probably like 2006, 2007. You know, it's a good question. Wait, Liz, you still have to go. go. You go first. Yeah, I would say Legend Bob Marley, because y'all know I'm a crazy freak Bob Marley mm-hmm. girl, and Trip by Janae Aiko. That should be having me in my duffel every song. From I remember the finish. first Janae Aiko song I heard. Yo, Janae Aiko. If anybody can make me cry in some music, it'd be her. She'd be in her Ooh. bag. The second album I might take is um, 1999 by Joey Badass. Mm. Mm. That's perfect. That's that's one of like, yeah, the most perfect mixtapes ever. Word. What album are you taking, Lady? She just said it. She said Legend and all. Oh, the, the Legend's a whole album? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's a, it's what's a it, long it, album. Was it Daniel Alcon? Alcon? Uh, Trip. Trip. Trip's the whole album. Yeah, Trip's the what's whole album. What's on that? Is that the worst is on that? Is that on that album? No, no, no. That's a sailed out, the, I think. That's yeah. the first Daniel Sold album. out. Yeah. That's the first thing I heard. Yeah. I heard that uh, the worst, and I was like, who is this? Yeah, she was tough. hitting them notes, boy. Yeah. yeah. She's just like soulful. But I was gonna ask that, like, like that. even with Janaco, like I was gonna say, like, what's the song that made you a fan of your favorite artist? Mm. Um. So with Bob, like with like the two albums, or just like in just general? like your favorite. Who's your favorite artist? Mm. That's a good question. City is mine, Drake. Drake. That's a that, very good question, actually. Yeah. This the record that my backpack on the ground fans get to step in to. My first, my first song that made me a J Cole fan was Simba. I remember him like in the recording he was walking like the whole thing Simba, Simba. I remember my first song by Drake I was is that your favorite artist? yeah okay. I was this song my favorite artist you were like this is that guy um, he came out with that song Take Care and I think I was like in 6th grade Ooh, Take Care's a hit or yeah. like we were like mad young and this one boy in my class he was the only one that really listened to Drake Yeah. and we were in the 6th grade and he was like yeah you gotta listen to him like, you gotta listen to him and he kept playing it and I was like ew like I don't wanna listen to this and then when I would get home I'd be like oh bro like, when I was up. in when I was in college we revisited Take Care as mm-hmm. a group and the song Take Care came on mm-hmm. and we all like had a moment where we really realized like yo this song is really fire yeah like they made a, a beat like them two together I could see I could see why they fell in love after that song mm-hmm. cause like they made a perfect song together. Like that song was perfect. He yeah. said, "I've asked them about mm-hmm. you, and they've told me things, but my mind did this thing. Yeah. I still chase." Yo, I suppose they they were singing to each other. Yeah. Yeah. And you know I what else was a perfect song? Have your, we both and know. I think I was the first person to hear this song, "Work" by Rihanna and Drake. I remember like you ever like scrolling the hot new hip hop, and like the newest newest songs at the bottom mm-hmm. of the article. I saw. I was like, "Oh, let me listen to it." 
I heard it. I was laying in my bed. I just woke up one Sunday morning for after Saturday, and I was like, yo, this song is going to be a hit. Yeah. And then, like, months later, the song became a hit. That was, like, a whole... Word? That was, like, my whole junior year of high school. It sounded like they were like, singing to each other, too, yeah. in that song. That, shit, was that, that, that was the vibe. That was a good what? summer. That was a good summer. What? Was that summer 16? Nah. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. The best... The... the the, 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 I remember my freshman year, not even now my best summer, latest summer I think was sophomore or junior. No, junior I was in Pennsylvania, so sophomore. Year. Wait, no, when when did you turn tw- when we turned twenty one? Would you sophomore? My sophomore year, I turned. You turned twenty one sophomore year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it junior? I turned twenty one my junior year. Yeah, cause oh, I graduated twenty two. I turned twenty one. It was twenty All right, whatever. Whatever. I was twenty one for the first time. That summer was fun, but the best spring semester ever was freshman year. There was no rules. Yeah. That was the freshman year I feel like everybody's semester. freshman year of college was like, whoa. But spring semester, because I played football. Mm-hmm. So you got football That's your first idea. semester. So you really 30. Playing football in college, you don't know, is like a job, like a full-time job. Like 30 hours a week between lifts, film work, and practice, you're there like 30 to 40 hours a week. At least. It's a job. You know what I'm saying? But then when we was off, we was like... Coming from high school to college football is like, oh my god, nigga, what did I just go through? Crazy. What did I just go through? So sophomore, you're like, I'm, I'm a student. I'm, a, I can experience college for the first time. Right. And whoo, there's no rules. Yeah, yeah. that rules. shit was wild. Kyle, Kyle, that first, that first semester, that? being like a guy, a guy athlete. Bro, we lived in with this dorm called Prosser, and that's like the dorm where like. That's what was fun, cause like all your friends live in one building. Wait. So it's just like, and it's a big building, and it's just running up and down the stairs, running different buildings. It's like, yo, it's connected buildings, and people are in hall. Like so, like there's we, we like, even if you didn't leave, you were gonna have a fun time. Like say you were like, yo, we're just gonna stay here on a Thursday and do some nut shit. You don't gotta leave. It's fun. Yeah, Everyone you cool friends. with. Like it was like if we all lived in a big apartment building together. Okay, it's like, so how was like, how was like dating? Freshman year. In college? Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. Um, I feel like you're like a lover boy, so you always had like a girl oh shit. around. Well, back home? Oh, man. No, no. I, I, no, not back home, but just like in general. I mean, it was it was good. For me, it was good. But at the same time, it was bad because my freshman year of college, I was technically at a junior college. Mm-hmm. So I was dating somebody knowing that I had to still transfer. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't like the. It was bad. It wasn't an easy bridge to cross, you know. Wait, was this story for the two episodes ago? What are you talking about? <coughs> He's no. Saying no. It was Remember the story about him going away? No, that was in high school. Oh. Wow. This is me dating someone out of college. You know, I'm gonna leave that college. You see, you see a pattern here, right? Yo, yo, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Straight lover boy. It's okay What's to be a lover boy. It's really okay. Straight <laughs> lover boy. I don't know what Straight I would classify myself as. But it's okay. I'm about to love Roger Crush a lot. Ooh. Mm. See, that's the problem. Y'all don't even want me see to say you started, what I'm you say. See, you got to watch what you say, bro. See, I'm not even going to watch what you I'm say. I'm not even going to say it. What is it? Because y'all already know how I feel. You got to watch what you say. You can't be saying something like that, Sandy. First off, I was, it was a play on words and I was using a song, all right? I haven't had that many girlfriends in my life. Anyways. I'm going to tell my son. We talked about this already. What? No girlfriends in high school. Oh, yeah. Or college. Because it's like, you don't really know what you like. I mean, I guess... Actually, you got to tell them you have a... Because they got to get their heart broken. That's such a maturing process. 
You can't stop someone getting a heartbreak. You gotta think about it like this too. No. Well, first off, <laughs> no. no. First off, I didn't even, I didn't even ask you how y'all was doing, but we're gonna get into it after this conversation. <laughs> oh, we got yeah, so yeah. Tight. But no, it's no, cool, it's cool, it's cool. Already, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. We got it. But, but um, you have I right, so you wouldn't send someone into a shit I if. How do I say this? You gotta let someone get their heart broken. Yes, it's because a, a ish, a how many ish. people have you seen that were like Not really reserved way. in high school, mm-hmm. and they go to college and then they become like, or they're like, oh, they're a completely different person. Bro, one. And they're not a different person. That was the person they were supposed to be the whole time, but their parents didn't allow them, so they just all like built bro. up. Like you know how Sonic, when he gets in that little ball, he's just rolling, bro, and then it just explodes. Yeah. It's like, bro, you could like me personally. I think it's better as a parent to cultivate your kid under your own watch. So you're like, don't be like, oh, sm- smoke this weed or nothing like that. Like, don't do that. But at the same time, you have to allow your kid to do certain things because yeah. they have to understand. Like, all right, I do want you to go to this party. I'm going to give you the knowledge on why you shouldn't drink at a young age. But if it does happen, if you do fuck up, if you do get into a situation where, you know, you experiment with alcohol or whatever, you're good. there's going to be consequences behind it. But I would at least rather you have that experience at a young younger age than you go to school after, you know, me coddling you and then you get there and you're just like, whoa, I could drink, I could do this, I could do that. Bro, those people first week of first week of college, my freshman year, the ambulance was called four times. They had to send a freshman email out to all the all the students and the parents. Because those four kids that had to go to the hospital to get their stomach pumped. Those aren't kids that were at home drinking the whole time. Yeah, bro. Those are kids that came to college for the first time, picked up a red oh, cup, and was just like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going crazy. Like, bro. Yeah. bro, 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 bro. When we have time to talk about it, there is so many stories to tell about college, bro. It's like... Yeah, college is nuts. It's, 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 it's um... We had, um... We should, we should do we a... Got time. We should do a college story. I mean, we should do a college episode, but in the hat, I put, like, college questions. Okay, we should do that. You feel me? But we should... That's just how our week was. Alright, so, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of the Demigod Chronicles. <laughs> um, how are you guys doing? How's your week? Um, what you guys got going on? Phenomenal. I'll let you go first. No, you already started. Let's, let's hear about your phenomenal week. Yeah, let's hear about it. Let's talk about it's it. It's phenomenal. Um, have fun. Uh, I learned uh, how to speak better. Spanish. Read a good book. Met some great people. Ate some great food. Um, had some good laughs. It was a great week. It's good. Sounds productive. Yeah, I watched boxing. Wow. Oh, last night, yeah. It was fun. Around people I love, it was a good time. Um, I had a pretty good week. You know, working busy as always. Um, I caught a flat tire on my way to work, which was bad. But I always knew it was going to go flat eventually because it had a bubble in it. But I was just, you know, being me. I don't know why, for a second, I thought you were a thug. I thought you were about to be like, well, I caught a body. uh, I felt like you were setting (laughs) yourself up to say that. Just imagine, like, yeah, guys, like, I put a body in my trunk this weekend. I'll be like, damn, I gotta gotta head out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but besides that, it was pretty cool. Um, Friday, I went to this really cute place. Um... This really cute hookah spot called The Garden. You guys should go check it out. It was super, super, super cute. Hookah's popping. Yeah. And then I went to some place in the city uh, yesterday, which is like kind of like um one of those like Korean barbecue, but it wasn't Korean. It was Japanese. One of my girls had put me onto it. So it was tough. It was really good eats. And I had a pretty good week. Now I'm here with my 
My man. Hookah's popping. The loves of my life. When I, would you, when, I, when we older, in my crib, remember I said this, in my crib, we're going to have a hookah bar. It's going to be a, a hookah room in my crib. It's going to be, we're going to come in this room, it's going to be properly ventilated. You know what I'm saying? Different fruits for toppings and stuff. He really loves hookah. But we're going to have a hookah area in my crib. We're going to all come, enjoy ourselves. We don't got to worry about breathing in. It's going to be properly ventilated. Nice. It's going to be the prime hookah spot. I promise. Remember I said this. I promise. Probably have sea moss mixed into the hookah. Yeah, after you leave, I'm going to give you some soursop leave tea to clean out your lungs as you leave. So, (laughs) we're going to be all right. That's the vibe, bitch. Yeah, I'm holding you to it. I'm gonna uh, this guy, my my week was pretty good. Um, had a had a pretty productive week. You know, working on some 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 art. Um, trying to figure out how to digitize. If you um, digitizing, by the way, is like you have a you have a a, a pattern or you have like a design. And you have to get it like formulated to go onto the machine so you can get it embroidered, all that good stuff. So trying to figure out how to digitize the design that I came up with. Um, other than that, yeah, it was just pretty much chilling this week. Couple couple days worked out. Can we do a last collab? two days? Huh? Can we do a collab? What for? What clothes? The design or something? Yeah, of course. Are you gonna come up with something yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like draw it. I'm gonna come up. Like, we're, gonna, yeah. we're gonna talk it out. <laughs> I see things in my head sometimes. I can't draw it, but I can talk it out. Okay. And then you'll let Santi draw it? Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, I could definitely do that. No, Let's no, do that. no, that's no problem. Only gonna make three copies, so if you're lucky. Maybe if you, you get, get it, one. you get it. Maybe. <laughs> but I had, yeah, just pretty much try to be uh, productive. Um, Had a pretty, pretty good week, though, all in all. No real, uh, no real bumps in the road, but you know, that's that's what it's. Uh, we're here. That's what it's about. Yeah. And then oh, where's, I just look to get through my week stuff. Where's, where's Jay? Jay is at um <coughs> a baby shower right now. Jay uh, always somewhere. Mm. But this is God brother though. So uh, shout out to Jay. Shout out to um, it's God brother Nelson. You know, blessings over there. God bless. Uh, blessings on the baby and all that good stuff. But, um... Current events? No, no, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Uh, so, I had I had something that I want to talk about, right? You see up there, it says Fickle Feelings, right? Okay. So, I was listening to a podcast this week. Um, the Podium Podcast. Shout out to Fresh Fiend. Um This is a guy from Brooklyn. He's a really smart guy, older guy. So, he was talking about, like, feelings being fickle. Mm-hmm. And, like, how people, like... People are too quick to care. Like, you see things on the internet, like, it'll be, like, important one week, then the next week, like, no one's talking about it. Because okay. they just move on to the next thing. So I was thinking about it, I'm like, yo, it got really, really hot, like, in these last, like, few weeks, right? Mm. And I'm watching people on the internet complaining about being hot, right? Mm. And then, like, these are the same type of people that I'll see, like, in the wintertime, they'll complain about it being mad cold. Yeah. So it's like... All right, so, so boom, right? So moving on from that, we've been in the house for the past year and some change. Yeah, everything's about to be open, things about to be free, mm-hmm. and then this Memorial Day weekend, this usually starts off the summer, right? <coughs> so I seen a few people on Twitter complaining about how oh we're not gonna have an MDW because it's gonna be raining and like yeah. we can't do all this other stuff and all that stuff, right? And I'm just like yo, 
I, it just clicked in my head. I'm like, yo, your mindset on whatever it is that you're facing, you can really choose how that shit controls you. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the same way you were complaining about it being too cold in the winter, appreciate the hot now, you know? And, like, the same way it's, like, mm-hmm. when it's when it's too freaking hot, you can be like, oh, like, I'm glad it's, like, cooling down or whatever. Yeah. And we just came from being in a pandemic. Well, we're still in a pandemic, but we just came from being in quarantine and then now things are about to open up, but you're complaining about three days that you don't have. Yeah. Well, you just spent months and days in the crib. So it's like, you, like, people just blow my shit because it's like, what bothers you, sh- you, you have control over that. Like, you should be able to, like, oh, like, we was, damn, it would be lit if we could be outside for MDW, but at the same time, we was just in the crib for man long. Like, I'm just happy that, you know, things are about to be lifted and things are going to be open again. But, like, people really upset talking about something like, Oh, ain't gonna be no cook. Like last year, we didn't have an NDW. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. You see, like, you know, you put like fickle feelings. I would feel like with that situation, I think just people in general, like sometimes we don't take the like the emotion deeper. So, like, for instance, I think that people use their like their situation as an excuse, but like the people who are complaining, they're just complainers. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter the situation you give them, they're going to complain. Exactly. So, like, they're not complaining because they want the opposite to happen, they're complaining because they just complain. Like, no matter what is in front of them, they're going to complain. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like, I don't, I wouldn't say the emotion's fickle. I think the emotion's strong. It's just depending on what, like, the emotion about maybe the weather is fickle. But, like, them themselves, the emotion of always complaining, never satisfied, that's yeah. them. Like, that's their temperament. That's their mood. But, that's their vibe. But that that's what I mean. It's like, if you, if you allow yourself to feel a way about something when clearly you just felt opposite mm-hmm. then you're you're kind of like I, I don't want to say like your judgment's clouded but at the same time it's just like bro like you're not understanding how much power you have in yourself yeah, like I your think own those, decisions I think those coming. people don't I don't think the, you say I also think people just like to talk just to hear themselves oh, absolutely like, it's just like a like a unconscious thing like people just want to talk to see if somebody's listening or if like to see if somebody would catch on like because <laughs> it's just like stupid shit like it's realistically it's not the summertime yet it's spring but yeah. this is a time for it to be like raining you know da 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 yeah. and um we're gonna hit this in our current events but like now we're maskless a year ago from today we couldn't do shit like absolutely anything yeah. it's just like people being ungrateful and yeah. people just wanting to talk just to hear themselves like we're come on like it was hot duh it's gonna be cold like this is the spring it's time mm-hmm. may may showers bring whatever flowers you know we it's about to be summertime it's gonna be hot we already saw that it can get hot so mm. i don't know people just want to hear themselves I feel, like, take on that. I feel like people don't like understand themselves like at the same time because yeah. Like if you're like if you're someone who, like say you're like oh it's hot right now I wish it was cold and if it get, when it gets cold you're like oh it's cold right now I wish it was hot if you ask those people they'll like seriously tell you the issue is that it's hot and they prefer when it's not as hot and it's cooler but that person might not realize that they complain about everything like you actually have an issue with never being satisfied with always being upset like you're just that's just who you are as a person. And what not what what needs to change isn't the weather. What needs to change is you. You know what I mean? And I think people don't take the time to stop and think about is it my circumstance or the situation I'm in actually the issue? 
or like if I'm the issue. So do you think that's like entitlement? Do you feel like I, if people feel entitled? I, I do think it's some entitlement, but at the same time, to what Chris is saying, like you can't understand what you don't know. You mm-hmm. feel me? And there's people that dead ass don't know themselves. Yeah. Like I know when I get upset, I get a certain way. I need to, you know, take some time. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Cool off, cause I don't. I'm not gonna want to say anything to anybody. Like I'm not into having to apologize for things. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And that, that's not saying that like I'm not wrong about things, cause I am wrong about things. But if it's a situation that you can control, you feel me? Why wouldn't you in your head like I hate seeing people that's like, and it becomes a it becomes a, a pattern. Like it becomes habitual. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, oh. When I get upset, I'm, I say things that, that I don't really mean. Yeah. It's like, all right, so if that's the case, when you get upset, it should automatically click your head. Like, I'm going to shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I don't, yeah, don't want to yeah. say something that, you feel me? Yeah. Or it's like, oh, I complain about things or I'm a complainer. It's like, when I start complaining about something, I'm going to shut up. You feel yeah. me? Like, you have to you have to you know put those checks in, and balances. But people don't want to take that time to know, to know themselves because they get lost in what everything else going on. Yeah, that's, that's what. Yeah, that's also with like understanding like your behaviors and like how to kind of cope with like certain things because people don't have those like basic coping skills. Like, yeah, it's it's one thing for us to say like, you know, understand yourself, da, 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 because that's like that's so broad. Yeah. But like, it's more of like understanding certain behaviors. Like, who's that, who's that Jay? Yeah. No, Leisha, when you get a chance, I want you to explain that a little bit more because, like, I feel like people might not know what coping skills are. Yeah, yeah, most of that. Are you going to answer, Jay? Yo. Yeah. Are you on the air? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's at the baby shower? Nah, he has thing on his way. You on your way over there? Or are you leaving? Oh, uh, he's leaving. I am drunk. <laughs> he's leaving? Tell him yeah. to come here. Look, look, look. Nah, he's late, bro. Say, say what's good to the people, Jay. I can talk. I can talk. Yeah. Say what's good. You know what it is, y'all. I'm back. I'm not there, but I'm back here. You know what I'm saying? I'm there, but I'm not there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm lit right now. I'll be back next week. And we, you know what I'm saying? We here. We here. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> quick little check-in. Quick little check-in. What's up? Uh, we on the air? You, you, you heading back to the crib, though? Uh-huh. I see you headed back to the crib. Alright, so I'm I'm hit you when I'm gonna hit you when we done here. Alright, bet. Alright, bro. That, that, was, that was a quick little um what do, what do we call those? Check ins. No, not check ins. Shout outs. Uh Collins? Collins? No. When a purse cameo. There you go. Interruption? Uh, <laughs> Interruption. <laughs> no, because she was talking. Bro. No, that's facts though. <laughs> go ahead. It's okay. No, I'm saying that it's such a broad topic to be like understand ourselves because we are comes of like so many different things. Like we're born with certain things, some things are learned, some things uh, are environmental. So it's kind of hard to like say that. But like as far as like our behaviors and like things that we do like in our day to day, we have to understand those things and how to like cope and how to find different. Um, alternatives to like mm-hmm. our I guess we would say bad behaviors yeah and, you know what I mean and talk cause like well I think what people don't realize and I'm like my grandpa helped me how my grandpa and Justin's dad really mm-hmm. helped me understand like sometimes we have issues that we don't see and we don't realize that we might cope by drinking or doing something else mm-hmm. you feel me so like I had to realize that about myself 
Yeah. The reason I did something so much was because of coping. So like sometimes people don't realize or you drink a lot maybe because you're coping for something. Yeah, of course. So like you deal with stuff like that. So like how does one yeah. like understand that's what they're doing and then how does one find like a positive coping method <clears throat> for themselves that they can enjoy? Okay, so for me, I work with the disabled community and sometimes they don't really understand uh, like coping and things like that and their behavior. So at that point, then we step in. But as far as like us people that um, live like reg- regular lives, I would say, um, it's more of like coming to the realization that you have a problem in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like you can't say, I wanna, I wanna work on this or find an alternative or um, have coping skills for X, Y, and Z if you don't know what the actual problem is and you don't realize that that is an actual problem. Mm-hmm. So let's say I can't sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Why can't I sleep at night? I probably have my phone going, the TV's going, um, I can have like crazy anxiety. Um, I might need to read a book, do some yoga. I might need to drink a mass amount of water for me to go to sleep. I might need to read a Bible, pray, talk to like my close friend or my mom just to get that comfort to go to sleep. I might need to change my pillows or change my bed sheets every day before I can go to sleep. It's all about like what makes you feel more comfortable and what what is a a more positive and I guess you would say socially acceptable behavior for you to replace with that mm. does that make sense yeah it makes mm. sense that makes sense yeah. you know and uh that was a quick mental health note but i think it's, yeah. it's important bro like it's tough, yeah. the whole coping so i think a lot of people in society cope with the wrong things yeah you know see, i think sometimes the worst i think j cole said it, uh on kod sometimes we get so beat on people who like maybe they drink too much or they or they do too much drugs or something like that yeah i think the worst way to cope in my opinion is with someone else I think sometimes a lot of people cope yeah. by like being addicted to a person, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think that is the obsession. like he said, love is the worst drug of all. I think that is the worst way to cope. Is like yeah. when you put like your like when some people credit their emotional stability, when someone credits their happiness or their their joy or their everything onto a person. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that is just the worst. Like I I don't recommend anyone do that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. fickle that's, feelings like that shit like, is awful, bro. Yeah, like. I forget. I forgot who said it, but Drake definitely said it in a song too. When he's like, and jaded when he said, "That's why I'm not with nobody because I don't want to hurt nobody." But like, you can't put a band aid over like a, a a stab wound. Yeah. You feel me? Like you have to allow that shit to heal, and that's what <laughs> <laughs> that's what I feel like. People people fall into this whole like notion of. Oh, like I, I, I can just get over a person, and I can just continue to live my life and do this. You can do those things, nah. but at the end of the day, if you have, if you don't take that time to really take a step back, like really evaluate where you are, like how the situation went down, what you like, you specifically could have done differently, not how it could have went differently, but what you specifically could have done differently. Like how, how could I have handled this? Could I have? You know, try to portray this a better way. How could how could I have you know try to get the person to understand this with my body language off? Like all these things, like that shit's important. And the more I feel like you take account for your own actions, mm-hmm. and that you can sit back and be like, all right, here's where I went wrong. Regardless of what other what the, what the other person, because there's people that sit back and harp on what how other people did them wrong, what they said to them, how they made them yeah. feel. You you can't control that person's growth, but you can control your own. Yeah. So by you taking a step back, being like, all right. 
this whole situation was just a ridiculous situation. Mm-hmm. But how I can choose to handle things the next time or what I can view or what I can say to get it to go a different route, I think that stuff's more important. And then you start to be like, all right, you know, what are, what are some things that I will allow that I can live with? What are some things that are red flags for me? What are some things that are non-negotiable? Like, there's certain people that don't understand the type of person they are, so they don't understand the type of person that they need. You yeah. feel me? Mm-hmm. So they'll just take that shit... Not for real. Say that one more time. Snaps. Hey, I want to say that one more time. <laughs> There's certain people that don't understand the type of people they are, so they don't understand the type of people they need. Mm-hmm. So they'll be with a person, that, and it's like, i seen something, um, and a person was talking about this. They were like, that like they feel like females run into issues because they'll go and choose a, like, and once again, I'm all for women empowerment. Okay. I do think women should make their own choices. But he was like, oh, and... Things can sound very wrong the same. with how you work. Yeah, Kevin Tim said it before. But, like, it's just his delivery. But he was saying, like, women need to stop choosing men and allow men to choose them. And I seen a tweet of a girl. She said that she was like, oh, she was like, I'm, she was like, I'm ignore, she was like, I'm ignore all these motherfuckers because the person I like. It was like, even if the person I like is ignore me, I'm ignore all these motherfuckers that I like him, right? And it's like, all the people that you're ignoring, because you're already invested in interest in somebody that's not or invested or interested in you, you're shutting down people who can potentially be good for for you. Yeah. It's not even just like, oh, these are just straight ugly people coming at you. You're just not interested because you want what you want, which is fine. But at the same time, you have to understand that this person that that can tell that you want them, if they're making if they're making you lust after them, they the already the dynamics are gonna be off. You feel me? So mm-hmm. you as a woman, you already hold more power. But you're putting yourself underneath this person and allowing them to make you feel like they can talk to you when they want to. They can text you when they want to. They can give you a bullshit excuse like, oh, I wasn't buying my phone. I wasn't doing this. I wasn't doing all that. And you're going to accept all those things because you already like that person. Meanwhile, with a person that you don't know anything about, you're going to make that person earn your trust. You're going to make that person earn your love and acceptance. So they're going to be doing things off rip that's going to say, hey, this is why you should like me. This is why you should do that. The person that knows you like them, they're not going to want to do anything to persuade you because they already know that they got you. So, I do understand. Like, that stuff, you do have to get specific with it. Can we, can Men we, are so can mean. We, hold on, can, we, can we save this? Actually, huh? Can we save this for, like, later topics? Yeah, we yeah, definitely yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into the everything else. Uh, current, current events. So, let's, uh, save, let's save this. I like that conversation. No, yeah. We should definitely bring it back up. Yeah, let's bring it up after. Time. Bring it yeah, up. yeah, yeah. But, uh, current, current events. We are moving on. To current events, we are having a maskless MDW. Um, let me take this mask off and ask y'all who asked y'all. You feel me? I see. I don't. I, I cool. I know Wayne did his thing on that verse, but anytime I'm about ending a mask off, it's future. I, you you should have quoted future in that sense. I, I, I get it. I'm just saying you should have like, quoted. I was already. Future. I was already doing that. All right. Whatever. We do. We having a mask. We having a maskless Memorial Day weekend. How we feeling? Actually, I this is this is your segment. What am I even talking? I'm gonna yeah, shut up. This is not my segment. Yes, it is. We decided it this. Actually We've is. been decided right. this. You, you, you like you like the weather lady right now. Okay. Uh, welcome back to another segment of um. He current already events. started. So News anyway, right. basically, News y'all right. already know masses MDW. If you have your vaccine, they're saying that you don't have to wear your mask if you're outside. But if you do have your max your vaccine, I mean, if you don't have your vaccine, then you do have to wear your mask. From what I've, you know, come to my readings. Say it in Spanish. Um, 
Okay. Say it in Spanish. Let me translate it the whole thing in my head before I fuck it up on air. Um yeah, I'm not going to do that to Ah, uh, you got okay. it. I knew you had it. Because <laughs> I don't want to, like, fuck it up because my Spanish is a fucking terrible. I just want to say I'm the only non-Spanish person in the studio today. Yeah. I'm just the saying. only dark-skinned Spanish person. Not even really Spanish, if you really think about it. Your last name is Lopez. Yeah, but it's so, it's kind of distant. Uh, my great Continue. Yeah, so, um, again, I feel like <laughs> we get bullied into getting a vaccine, but... You know, we've talked about that millions Bro, of you times. you can't go to DR without it. Yeah, you can't. Yo. You can't? I was, can't go I was to trying to get, like, tickets to a Nets game, and, like, they literally have, like, non-vaccinated people on one side and, like, vaccinated That's people not, on another side. Uh, and literally... I'm the, going to DR in, in July. You can't go You can't go to DR without it. That's cap. On, on my mother. I think that, you have to get a dog. COVID... Like, Actually, I heard it. Yeah. Let me stop. Oh, my yeah. God. I think you I have to take get that a test. Like, oh, I'm, yeah, I've, I've, I heard, I've tested five times. I heard someone else. Someone else told me that. So before I put on my mother, someone, someone told me I didn't read it with my own eyes. Yeah, I was yeah, like that trip would have been. But double check. She yeah. said puede. Check it though. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. She said puede. She said if I can. And then we have Biden. Um, he said something. Let me pull it up. Look at our president wants. Do you, but do you well, have... a masks. I was in a gym. Yeah. Half the gym didn't have masks on. It was lit. Yeah, I went to um, when I went to the garden. <laughs> was nobody was walking was around with a mask on. Did you find? I had it, but I don't know where. What Biden? Yeah, with Biden. And I'm Russia? trying to read and the... Russia. Yeah. Biden and Russia. The quote. Um, it's suggested. Biden DR? is basically yeah. saying that he is going to talk to Putin about. Um, Talk to Putin about people's uh, human rights. But what is what, what is Russia even doing us against human rights? Guess this. Okay. Second so here we go. He said, "I had a long conversation two hours recently with Chinese President. How do you pronounce it? Xi. Xi. Yeah. Making it like clear to him that we can do nothing but speak out for human rights around the world because that's who we are." I'll be okay. meeting with President Putin in a couple of weeks in Geneva, making it clear that we will not. We will not. Stand by and let him abuse those rights. And, so, so why he letting? And it'll be their first meeting as bro, he cast as, and as it'll Biden's be president. their first meeting. Um, you know, Trump and, and Putin, they was kind of they was homies they, or whatever. That's, that's so cat, bro. Um, bro. but my brother, man, Christian did bring up a point. Um, that Putin said. Pressure. To pressure. I don't remember. I was swinging. You. I don't remember. I remember. You remember? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I saw a video of Putin. He was explaining that uh, he was talking about America's problem. So he said that. Ameri- I just, I just want to say too. I love the fact that we're being mature about his last name right now. Good. Putin. So, um, <laughs> so he said that America's issue is that uh, they have kind of a guilt a guilt complex because America has such a a dark history with slavery and abuse and an abuse of human rights. You know, Jim Crow. And, you know, they we threw. Asians in a concentration camp kind of during World War Two. you know the way we did Native Americans like America's history is built on just endless amounts of human rights issues and that we, we try to pretend like oh we're, we're gonna fight it against all around the world and that's a guilty complex because they we know that our history is so well ours now they know that their history you know certain groups it's the history is really dark um, so they try to like say, oh Russia or Asia. They try to go against everyone else and say, well, we're gonna fix all these countries and we're gonna go be the big brother around the world. 
it's a guilty complex because mm-hmm. at the end of the day you guys still have issues you haven't corrected in your own country so if you were truly against human rights why would you let things happen in your own country but you're so focused on fixing other countries so he was saying that and it's not even Putin was saying it's not even the American citizens we have an issue with he goes he believes that the average American citizen really doesn't have a problem with Russia you know what I'm saying that we call be friends he goes so he was hoping that he goes one day when that generation grows older replaces that old way of thinking and he was saying it's really the people who are in power in America who brings up such issues with Russia and the rest of the world where in reality it's America that needs the cleansing and not everyone else that's mm-hmm. so I definitely believe in that um, but to me it's like he said that you know what I'm saying it's like wow like uh, someone from another country has probably acknowledged America's history of human rights issues more than like our president would. Like, yeah, I don't think I would. I assume I would probably never hear Biden get on stand and be like, "Yo, Black Wall Street was terrible." You know what we did during Jim Crow was terrible. You know what I'm saying? We. What do you think would happen if you did do that? I think we would respect them more. Would you respect? So. I would respect them more. Why would you not respect them? I would have never even heard of the Tulsa massacre unless I watched the HBO Watchmen series. Mm-hmm. That was the only time I've heard of it. Wow. Watch- and when crazy. I heard of it, I was like, this is, I've never learned this in school. Never this in school. is crazy. Yeah. Bro, they didn't even you tell you. Never. This is insane. That Bro, this they, you know in school how you learn about sharecroppers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't even tell you that. Imagine me and Asante were walking down the street and a white man walked to us like, yo, don't you owe me money? And we, were, and we would be like, I don't even know you. What are you talking about? He'd be like, yeah, no, no, you owe me money. And then just take us Rest us, bring them on his farm as sharecroppers until we pay off a debt that we never actually owed. Yeah. Endangered servitude, it was called. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, no one t- like did when you were explaining to me, Jim, uh, sharecroppers and how we use that in the South. To, yeah, you yeah, ain't yeah. tell me that what it like. You yeah, didn't what tell, it was. You didn't give me the backstory on that. Maybe there was some actual sharecroppers, but like that's a large part of it. You know what I mean? And a lot of like today's racism comes from like ignorance, just like yeah. not not knowing and like just generations of like people's families like not teaching these kid these young kids and then they go outside and they're like just wilding because there's no they don't understand like the history they just see topical things like everybody just assumes because you're black you ghetto you from yeah. the ghetto you're not well spoken you have no education i'll say something i learned from dick gregory is like i don't even blame white people no more he used to be like because the gregory said that he learned he learned as he got older that he was mad at white people for no reason he goes he goes he was like if i ever became president i'd make all black people apologize to white people because he goes the people who are really causing your problems he goes white people couldn't help you even if they liked you that's a joke he, he always say but he goes what's really causing your problems is like the billionaires or the people who really control things behind the scenes are the ones causing it you like you think that the kkk you think that the racist man in louisiana who's dead broke or the KKK dead broke in Louisiana control public policy like you think they're the ones who paid psychologists to do these fake research and say that the average black brain is smaller like you think it was the the racist broke group in KKK who did that no who was the one who paid billions of dollars for studies to be passed that said the black man is on average dumber than a white man come on I think KKK got money to do that in this the hillbilly south like come on Mm -hmm. be serious so he would, he would say, like, you guys are mad at the wrong people. Like, when you figure out who you really should be mad at, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, like, for, like, the Queen of England makes billions of dollars off the interest of her money. Like, yeah. who should you really be upset at, you know? Mm-hmm. And the Queen of England doesn't even do shit for when, real, when, essentially. When I was younger, I used to literally, 
um, like uh, a, f- a few weeks ago, we we talked about it. Um, we went to, uh, we I forgot where we went, but uh, Truth. Um, he, oh, yeah. he invited us out, and we uh, you know, we got to sit in on him, like speaking with his kids, and uh, the Liberation School, mm-hmm. and they were talking about like what are some of the things that you learned in the school that like you really you know think like hold value. And, like, some of the same things that, like, my dad instilled in me when I was younger. Like, when I was younger and I really used to watch, um, like, the new movies they used to show us in, like, history class or, like, the things that we were learning about, I always learned the opposite of it as well. Like, yeah, my dad always mm-hmm. made sure, like, I, I knew the opposite. So, um, like, when they were talking about, uh, like, things like the Boston Massacre and, like, Christmas Addicts, right? He's the first, <laughs> you and your m <laughs> Chris Addicts, he's the first person to die in the American Revolution. He's a black man. When they they use that as a propaganda thing to um, basically like enrage people and say like, an Amer- but they never said he was black. It, through all the fine the fine writing, they never said he was black. They would always say they, an American man. They knew they'd have been like or black. They'd have nigga like, and back no one would have cared. They'd have been like oh whatever. Exactly. So no <laughs> one would have cared. So it's it's things like that. It's things like. Like, like you said, what happened in Tulsa, us not knowing about it, mm-hmm. all that stuff is on purpose. Yeah. Because if they were to tell people, or if they... Because think about in an opposite if that would happen. If, if black people got tight... We'd be labeled as terrorists. But think about domesticated white people now when things happen. They're never labeled as terrorists. They're always disgruntled. They're always upset PTSD. Or, but or, or or they'll call them like a like a super patriot or so, or something stupid like that but they never call them terrorists and if you probably look up the definition of terrorist terrorism it's f- for killing people you know, thinking the opposite of you yeah so regardless of wherever it comes from that's the definition I'm, I mean I don't know the exact definition but I know that has to be a basis that's interesting thing. that's interesting yes yeah. yeah, it's like you've right like even even in that situation like who do you think were the people who knew that to say he was an American don't say he was a black American like the people who had the foresight to know before we publish this, don't say he was a black man because people won't care. Like, you think those people don't have other things in the works going on that they have some type of knowledge and wisdom, like, yo, don't do this, don't do that. Like, bro, like... But then we get so mad at, like, maybe the neighbor who's racist. Like, bro, what is a neighbor, racist neighbor? What impact do they really have? Like, let's be serious. (laughs) What can they do? Nothing really. I guess just making, like, your living uncomfortable. Like, I remember one time I was in a Walgreens... And this lady walked in. This is when, like, all that, like, rioting shit was going on. You know, it was, like, real crazy. Like, Corona, the riot. Everybody was just mm-hmm. in. Ah. This lady, I don't know if she was drunk or what was happening, but she came into the Walgreens and she was like, I'm a modern-day racist. Fuck these Asian people. Whoa. Fuck you niggas. Whoa. Like, this was, like, in Belleville, too. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you yeah. just chilling in line, and you just have this, like... Like, damn, lady. This is trying to get my snacks. Yeah. <laughs> radical, I guess, come yeah. in and, like, just kind of make you, like, uncomfortable. Like, it's just, like, an uncomfortable thing um, to, like, live your day-to-day. You don't know what can happen. Like, you have these people coming in and shooting up spas, shooting up schools. Yeah. Shooting up all kinds of things to make a, a point, and it's like you, you just like it just makes it uncomfortable and at the end of the day. You want to know something even well, it's not funny, but something that's I found interesting when we talked about that spot, right? Mm-hmm. It was the fact that a white man went in there in the midst of all this Asian hate happening, 
and he went and killed a bunch of Asian people. You know what I seen? And that was a published like news freaking um, report. They were saying that the guy had a mental break, and when you have a mental break, if you're going to um, harm anyone, it's it's uh it's likely that the person will harm someone that's either related to them by family, someone that uh they either had sexual relations with, or someone that they hate. Right? You know what they went to? They said that 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 parlor. Did the whole happy ending thing, and you know he went to. They said that he he patronized every one of those women that he killed. He formed a relationship. He formed a relationship. That's how he acted out this mental break. So he was saying, rather than him being racist, so it wasn't the attack. A hate. It technically wasn't a hate crime. That's that's what they're trying to say. It was it was an emotional charge because he had a relationship with these women. Okay, so do you think that was true? No, not at all. What? Why? Why do they do that? I mean, had, like, did what? that probably happen? Because there's this, this racist people that have, like, black wives. Yeah. But do do I think that that dude probably went there and got, like, hand jobs from some of these women? Yeah, probably. But is that why he went in there and shot these women? No. I don't think so at all. But, like, why? I say why they do that, bro. Like, remember, I don't know if you guys remember I told you this, like, games you could play? Yeah. You know, like, an infinite or a finite game. And yeah. the point of one of them, a finite game, is to win. And the point of an infinite game is just to keep playing a game. Yeah. So, like, society is a game. You know what I'm saying? There's people who are in control. There's people in power. There's people who work for the people who are in power. People who make the game geek and play. It's like, you have to keep the game going. So, like, while some people are trying to play check checkers or, you know, playing whatever cards, people are playing chess. Like, they're really strategically doing things, making right. things happen, posting certain things, posting certain article titles to make you feel a certain way, making certain things go viral, like... It's a game being played, and they do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, I think you gotta have the awareness or like the the calmness to step back and look at what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, I'll say like you know the whole Black Lives Matter. Has anyone ever taken the time to look at and research what the original Black Lives Matter organization was for? Like, has anyone taken the time to do that? And if you haven't, you should. Not to say. The movement movement was great. It had a great impact. You know, those cops are in jail. They deserve to go to jail. But if you're going to be screaming something, shouldn't you take a step back and look at what was the purpose of the original organization? Who are the creators of that organization? And what do they believe in? And do I agree with what they what the original creators believe in, not what social media said it is? You know what I'm saying? Because those are the ones receiving all the donations. Those are the ones who receive the money to go do what they want to do. So even if social media says it's one thing, but the people receiving the money say it's another thing, well, shouldn't we look at into what they believe in? Mm-hmm. But it's just little things like that that yeah, yeah, yeah. people don't do, and you should do. Yeah. Because then it's like, at least you know, well, I'm not giving them my money. I don't believe in communism. Yeah. Bro, every you know time I mean? in school, we, well, we learned about, like, a president, or, like, you know, they tell us something about Thomas Jefferson, and, like, oh, this and all, this, all these other people. Yeah. And then I, I'd be like... But that same dude that they're portraying to be so great, like my dad told me, like he had like eleven kids out of wedlock with his slaves. Yeah, all these Jeffersons. like, Chris- like this, this, Christopher Columbus. Yeah, they made a joke. Like they 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 made a joke that Thomas Jefferson like started lacing people because <laughs> he was like the first white man like openly sleeping with like black women. But like There's a lot of Jeffersons running around. Yeah, but <laughs> but like it's 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 just it's just so funny to me that like every time 
you know, I'll see one of these stories, I'll see a person, like, even Abe Lincoln, like, you feel me? Like, there's always a, another side of it where it's like, yeah. like, like you even, really feel like that? Even me, bro, like, I know Lopez, for instance. That's my slave name. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, if you go through back to Cuba, one of my slave masters were probably named Lopez. Yeah, Walker is a definitely a slave last name. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got an Irish last name. I know sometimes people be like, um, "Oh, I gotta change it," and that's a big belief, and I'm I'm cool with that. Change it, change it, change, change it. Your name? But it's not. I also. Oh yeah, that that was it. that was Cap too. Yeah. The, no, I, I didn't see what that. I didn't. Re- I wasn't talking about the, that. One. They were talk. They were talking about the uh, the lady that started Black Lives Matter. Uh-huh. How she fund? How she had a certain amount of money funded. Yeah. And that like within that same year she started buying property in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but. People didn't stop to see which who she was before. Mm-hmm. She even created this. She had money before that one. That's how, and that's what I'm saying. Like, why not just stop? The, people don't do that. The bro. amount of money that was funded to her, like I think it was like fifty-eight million dollars was raised or something like that. Fifty-six went to do- other donations and doing other stuff and yeah. like actually carrying out like um like her um her agenda. Mm-hmm. And then like two million went to taxes and then like she spent like five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. On, on property now, and, the and they're saying I, like you don't think she had any money before that and the only reason I say that why well, I said what I said is because I remember I had a conversation with someone who didn't agree with what I was saying because it was why everything was going on and mm-hmm. he was like big like I'm not supporting it yada 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 whatever you know what I'm saying and I was asking him how, me, my personality is like why mm-hmm. I'm like why why he sent me some stuff we disagreed on some things you know what I mean we agreed on some things okay. but what he did for me was open my eyes you know what I'm saying? Because he showed me. He goes, "Have you ever done this? Have you ever did this? Have you ever did this?" I'm like, "No, I haven't." So I did it, and I'm like, "Oh, okay. I can see. I see why you feel the way yeah, you yeah. feel. I don't agree with you. I don't think you shouldn't support everything that's going on because of this one thing. But that's your opinion. You know what I'm saying? But he just opened my eyes to like things aren't always what what they seem to be, and you should really take the time to look into it before to you just say, "Yeah." Search. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was my whole thing with the. With the, like, sending money, like, there were so many foundations going on at that time, and everybody was like, oh, link in this bio, link in that bio, you know, make sure you send money to this, make sure you send money to that, but Mm. it's like, but where are we sending this money? There was, there were, there were were people that scammed, like, two million dollars pretending to be a... Yeah, like, where is it? Like, if it's not, if it's not something that I can directly touch or directly know the person, Mm -hmm. or even, like, when you, uh, a comedian made a joke about this. But, like, just think about it. Like, you ever been in, like, the, the store and they're like, oh, do you want to round up 50 cents? Yeah. I never do that shit no. anymore. Because what these people do is they take, right, that money, which is your money, yeah. they invest it. And when, I mean, not invest it, they donate it. And when you donate money, it's a tax write-off. So they're donating money that's already not theirs and they're getting money back. So they're making money off of donations. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they only donate a percentage. And it's never the full amount. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, like donating 10%. Dollar. I always say no. Even it got to a point where um I, I, I had stopped like on, on like Uber and stuff. I stopped like tipping like on the app. Like if I tip, like I'll give cash. Because there was a bunch of drivers that came out and I said that like they made like they'll make forty dollars in tip and Uber give them like ten dollars and keep mm-hmm. thirty. And it's like, bro, that tip has not you already have processing fees you already have yeah. delivery fees small order charge all that shit's going to the company surcharge. you feel me a surcharge so if, if there's a tip the tip goes directly to the driver there should be no percentage coming out for the company at all so mm-hmm. you have to be mindful of where your money is going and, and be mindful of the stuff that you consume and all that good stuff D-Y-L-R. but um, 
moving on. Hypothetical question of the week. If you could design a new holiday, excuse me, if you could design a, uh, if you could design a new holiday, what holiday would you create and what traditions would it have? I'll go first because I, you know, okay, I got to contemplate the question before everybody. Me personally, I would have Stranger's Day or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or like, that sounds like a weird name. But I would do like New Buddy Day or something. Something okay. where you have like, you have to go out to a new place and like that day you have to meet like five new people. Everybody just has to mingle. Everybody just has to go out and mingle. Like you just got to meet like five new people. And then like the way you celebrate is like at the end of like each day, like each year. So it'll be like, all right, like I met five people last year. Like I talked to them throughout the year. You might only still talk to like two or three of them. But like every day, like I mean, every year you have to like, you know, we have like Thanksgiving. Like you just have like a an event or like a dinner with the people that you met from that day. Be like, oh, we we met on New Friends Day six years ago, and like, oh, like I'm bringing my new friend now, and then so like you'll just cultivate a whole new society of just like Are you people. Like social like that though. Yeah. Like you you like meeting new people like that. Yeah, I really do. If, if, they're, if they're if they're interesting, yeah. Like that whole new that whole new friend no new friends aspect. It's dumb. It's kind of dumb. Yeah. But at the same time, I do understand how people can have reserved feelings. Yeah. But you also don't have to meet a new person and tell them everything about you. Yeah, and a lot of people's new old friends suck. So anyway, so why are you gonna keep getting sucky friends? You know how many mm-hmm. you know how many girls I know like that are my friends that are like, oh, first of all, fr- females. Some, I, you have to Female be specific. Friends suck. Some females just run through friend groups. So it's like, I'm. Why would you meet? Why would you meet a new yeah. girl and tell her all this stuff? And then, like, if you're not friends with her in a month or two, now she has all this ammo against you. Yeah. Basically. Anyone that knows, like, Jace, I've been friends with Jace since uh, fifth grade, sixth grade? Yeah, sixth grade. Sixth grade. So it's like, anything he knows about me, I've never worried about Jace going and be like, oh, Santi did this or Santi did that. Right. Like, and we could not talk for, like, a year. And it's fine. Like I'm just like, yeah, yeah what's up, up bro? Yeah, yeah. What's up? girls don't talk for two weeks, and it, some yeah. girls it's up and it's stuck. It'd be, it'd be yeah. like an issue. It'd be like, yo, I don't yeah. understand. If I've shared like My lifelong life memory, yeah. like, bro, the other day I was watching something, and like this, uh, they were talking about like perfect dog names, and they said the dog named Remy, and I immediately thought of Jace. I'm like, Jace had a dog named Remy growing up, like. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm like, bro, that's, like, it's just certain certain things with, like, you experience with people, it's like, you're going to be a friend for life, so, no, getting crazy. to meet new people, that's always going to be, like, fun, so, uh, that's what I would do. I don't know, I'm not, like, a, crazy about meeting new people. Yeah? yeah? I'm very open, I make, I have a goal, like, to meet someone new every single day, so. Yeah, you do, like, talking. Bro, it's, like, it's a necessity in my, like, I feel like we're social creatures, so, like, this whole stay in the box and... It's stupid, like in my opinion, you know, because yeah, I mean? like sometimes, especially too, is like you know they say like you're gonna be the average of your five people you talk to the most. So like, what if the people you talk to the most all don't do nothing? Like, and there's this concept of no new friends, so you're just gonna be nothing your whole life. Right. Go 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 find new friends. And you know what I mean, on on New Friends Day or on Strangers Day, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. you would meet someone under the pretense of something you're already interested in. So there'll just be a whole bunch of venues like which interest. is like like oh there's gonna be a, a, a edm concert this day on on new friends day so anyone that goes to that concert they all share the same interest or you go to a poetry like a slam or they have the yeah Would like I go to oh, EDM concert? that's not would not, i go to edm nah, just good. for the experience Hell yeah because it's not your thing like it's what? not my thing in there but for the you experience you wouldn't go to an edm concert mm, for the experience what i don't i don't know 
Like, I, I don't. Is that my vibe? I've seen. I've no, seen, it's, I've, it's totally not my vibe. But it's like, like definitely like something I feel like. Just like you should like do. Crazy. Like, like yeah. Like I go to a festival concert. I wouldn't go to an EDM concert. Like you what? wouldn't go to what's what's that? Like thing? a festival that plays different genres, like house EDM, all that no, stuff. No, I'm talking about specifically one of, like, EDM. Like a Woodstock type vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I go to one. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. I do a I do a festival because like even like mean like a concert like. You're like, you go to just one DJ, you leave and go home. I mean, the, like, the, the festivals, whole... they'll have a DJ over there playing EDM. They'll have a DJ no, over there no, playing no. house. See, I mean, like, you have you a want... DJ over there playing. You ever seen, like, those videos on Twitter where you see, like, yo, these people are tripping at an EDM. I mean, a festival like that, straight EDM. Yes, but that's not all EDM. There's different types of... Oh, those festivals. E- EDM is electrical dance music. There's yeah. house music. There's... Have you ever seen one, like, like, in Asian countries where they be getting yes, it? Bro? Like, you wouldn't it. go to that. Yes. What? I would. Okay, so, but, oh, yes. But that's not, that's not just EDM. I, I think I'm just getting lost in the, the specifics. Well, like, you wouldn't I, just listen to EDM. No, just like I feel like one night of EDM. Is what if not it's like one of like what if it's like a hip hop one? Especially like, if you're like fucked up. It's, like, it's, it's not. So it's not even fun. a type of like you I said. I would, I would do house. Yeah, I would do dance, house. Bro. You just, just dance. You just vibing with the I, I, lights. The I would music. do. I would do house. Grow up a couple times. But I know a few people that did EDM. Um, just don't do acid or nothing. Like go to normal. No, no, it's not even that. It's we we can talk about that more. <laughs> Off camera, but um, so what? What was your what was you guys' holidays? Mean? My holiday would be so I was listening to something recently, and he was saying how back in the day there used to be festivals periodically, like ancient Rome and everything, in Egypt. You know what I'm saying? But the festivals were so important because regardless of how like good of a person you were, or regardless of how connected you were with the world or other people, these periodical festivals reminded you of the importance of it like they reminded you that hey even if you don't believe in something greater than yourself you sure like or you don't live like you do you still like these festivals reminded you that there was something greater than yourself and at the end of the day you were grateful for what you have grateful to be alive grateful to come back like he was talking about over the years how we stopped doing that it sounded like church to me no but then he was saying how <laughs> he was saying how like over the time we, that we stopped doing that and now we're in a point in society where like you can't go, we can't go back to it the way we are in society today. We're just too far gone. But it so would be, they're just, they were just like festivals to appreciate life. Yeah, like to appreciate life, to be grateful, to, nice. you know, be grateful for a creator. Like just mm-hmm. to, to be so happy that and you would get so, like you'd be so caught up in it that then you would get to understand that it's inside of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But these festivals help people remind them that, hey, I'm not living a great life. You know, I've done, I've made so many mistakes. At the end of the day, there's something greater within me, and I can live that through me. It's the that's, God in me. And that's me. what reminding them, the festivals and shit like that. But we don't do that in society no more. Mm-hmm. And you say church, you know, I think, you know, most churches. We don't got to get into that. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know how we feel about why? that. I just say why, because I think, like, like I said before, I think most churches today don't serve their purpose anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My dad they're more, said that they're the more caught up in donations. Social they're and all that stuff. a whole bunch of nonsense. Pe- this, there's certain people, like, especially in Caribbean churches, I've, the dynamic is so off. Like, there's pettiness. There's yeah. people trying to make other people jealous. I'm like, these are the right things that y'all read about that we're not supposed to do. Talking about Bro, I don't, that's what people. That's what gets me, too. Like, because, like, I'm one of those people, like... The fact that church if, gossip is a thing is crazy. Like, even yeah. though, like, I'm not, like, I don't claim a religion, me personally. I just believe in God and I believe in a higher power. But I don't say, like, I'm not a Christian, I'm not a Muslim, I don't have a religion. Yeah. But I'm the type of person, I'll still read your book anyway. Yeah, of course. So, like, I've read the Bible, like, the, some certain parts of it. And I'm like, yo, I don't follow none of these, bro. Like, I've read Proverbs more than you and you're a Christian. 
You know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. if you don't even follow any of these religions, then what is your religion doing for you? Because like, this book is right. Proverbs is the book of wisdom that every Christian should follow to yeah. to know how to live their life and make decisions wisely. Yeah, I don't do none of these. So why should I? So what is the, your church? What is your church gonna do for me? You know, that's how I be feeling. So I just I could read on myself and get more spiritual than you. So like, why would I go to your church? You know? Yeah, and um. Santi had mentioned something earlier in, um, like, one of the later episodes that, like, when we read things, it's all about, like, our interpretation of them. Yeah. Like, some people take the book and they make up these wild things and then they end up doing crazy things, like, you know, or they just take it completely out of context and try to teach yeah. kids, like you know yeah. god hates gay people or Ridiculous shit like that stuff. like Ridiculous you know crazy stuff, stuff like and some of it in verse crazy some parts of the bible are so straightforward like yeah. some like proverbs would say something like stay away from adulterous women I mean, meanwhile the priest got eight girlfriends yeah true you know what i'm saying like your pastor true. got eight girlfriends <laughs> what, what like what i seen i seen somebody talking about gay people how they thought gay people was gonna go to hell and all this stuff and I'm like your dad's locked up for murder right but that's none of my business like like, <laughs> like the math ain't mathing <laughs> if, if you feel like that then you should feel like that about your peoples too like you screaming free this person and this person killed someone like at the end of the day you're not the judge you're not the juror how yeah. do you guys feel about the death penalty thou shall not kill right how do you feel about it I mean like you. I don't I think for extreme cases, like, if you was, like, in a crib and, like, they, you know, busting your crib and you got, like, 30 bodies in your house and stuff like that. No, not even, no, yeah, I don't, no. I don't think there's really any instances. I think it, you're giving them a quicker way out. I think you're doing them a favor. Yeah, yeah. making them, because even, like, people like Jeffrey Dahmer and stuff like that, like, they had heinous crimes, bro, like, ridiculous stuff, like, peeling the skin off people having people's fingers in their garden and all this other stuff. That's crazy. But at the same time, you can kill them right then for the for the stuff that they did. But if you want to go back to the Bible, if they were to have, in that time, there was in a cell before they got killed, if they repented and, and prayed for, for forgiveness and all that stuff, that stuff is not, that stuff is not final, you feel me? But if they got to sit for their whole life and think about that. Yeah. Maybe, you know what I'm saying, you never know, like, maybe that person sits in jail for a hundred years and, you know, they, in that hundred years, they change their life mentally, don't, don't let them out, obviously, but, you know what I'm saying, yeah, like, course. but while they're in jail, they think of a great idea that could benefit society, and they give the idea out from jail, you know what I'm saying, that's a yeah. benefit, you know what I'm saying, or they teach people how to recognize, you know, crazy people more efficiently, they give value, you know what I'm saying, but don't let them out, obviously, never. Yeah, I don't believe in the death penalty at all. I think that's just, like, completely against, like, if you're, like, God-fearing, that just goes against everything you believe in. Like, how can you just take life? And I understand, like, some things are heinous, like, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, some people believe, like, if you cross a certain line. But we didn't, we couldn't control that, like, as, like, we couldn't control that at that point. If somebody's doing a heinous crime like that, mentally something is not right like some chemical imbalances are not adding up um but i don't think we have the right to take anybody's life so that's that you know what uh dick gregory said that made me laugh once 
Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about the whole religion thing and, you know, God fearing and Dasha Nakay. He goes, yo, he said, if I saw, if you saw a prostitute in the street, you would immediately know that was a prostitute. Right. Right? Immediately. Mm-hmm. He goes, so how come when you see a Christian, you don't know that's a Christian? Mm-hmm. You know, why can you talk to someone, have a conversation, be around them all day, and still not know that they're a Christian? You know what I'm saying? So he was like, what's off? If you could be around, you could be like, for instance, you can see a Muslim and know that's a Muslim. Right. They live what they preach. They, they live it. You know what I'm saying? A down-to-earth, humble, they live it. But how come you could be around a Christian for a week unless you go to church for them on Sunday, you would not know he was a Christian? But what makes you, like, what makes you have to be openly a Christian? No, it's just the That's, principles. Okay. Being a Christian has certain principles that you're supposed to live by. You're supposed to live like Jesus lived. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how many Christians you know live like Jesus lived? Let's right. be serious. That's why me personally... Whenever I see, like, these older Christians and stuff, and I'm like, a lot of these church women, they have, like, mad kids from, right. like, mad different people. So, it's like, obviously, you weren't living in, in, the, in the light of God your whole life. Right. You had your chance to wild out and get older and then see that the stuff that you was doing was wrong. And yeah. then you, you get to an age and you grow into your religion. Why are you looking at me at 14 years old yeah. talking about, you going, I need to be doing this and I need to be doing You go. weren't doing that when you were this age. So it's like, bro, even think about when we were this age. Did you pick your holiday? No. Oh, pick your holiday. holiday. Um, if I could pick a holiday, I would definitely do like a sibling's day. Already, like, already a thing. But like, it's not like a serious yes, thing. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Is it? Well, people just post pictures. They just post pictures. Yeah, but it's not like a, like a holiday. It's a holiday. Anyways, I'm jacking that. I would definitely do like a siblings, especially like. What do you practice during that day? Older siblings. I would make it like an actual thing. Like you have to take your siblings out and y'all have Jesus. to like go out and hang out together for that day. Such a capitalist over here. Always trying to figure out a way to get. Yes, get, she, she, get bread and She said hello, brother. Oh, huh? <laughs> he does. Uh, I take care of him. See, maybe what I was because I'm the I'm the youngest sibling. I don't have all this. I don't have a younger sibling that would do that for me. So. Yeah, me neither. Can it be a younger sibling? Can it just be not just sibling day? Can it be for younger siblings too? Because what do we yeah. get? Like we go to lunch dinner and we split the bill type shit. Yeah, I'm a light in my brother's lives. Yeah. They're having a bad day. Who's who? Who can they text? Their little brother. What? You feel me? How many things have your big brothers done for you? A lot. A hell of a lot. They don't even think about it. Think about it. They right? Jason. Jason is in a... Think about... Randy has done mad stuff for you in your life, right? Yeah. yeah he's looking but, but, <laughs> <laughs> but think about, right? If Randy was having a bad day or something like that, he could get a beer with you and just talk. You feel me? And it's like, yeah. I'm your little brother for free. You feel me? Yeah. What? I mean, look, I'm not not only am I cool as shit, and I got some of the stuff from you, but I might be doing it better than you. You oh, feel me? Wow. I'm screaming. Yeah, my little brother owes me a dinner. Levity. What's levity? Like happiness, like uh, laughter. You know? Levity. Yeah. Mm, I like that. But all right, so moving on, we are moving on to song of the week. This week's song of the week, I chose it. It's Beyonce, Kanye West. We like to party just because summer's about to start. I feel like that song is a really vivacious song, you feel me? And and it just makes you feel good. It makes you want to dance, make you want to drink, it make you want to have a have a little barbecue and stuff like that. So this week's song of the week is Beyonce featuring Kanye West. We like the party. You a bad girl and your friends bad too. You feel me? Check out the swag sauce, I'm dripping swag, all that good stuff. I may be young, but I'm ready. 
right, that was that was the song of the week by Beyonce and Kanye West. We like to party. Uh, yeah. All right, so we just have a quick little side conversation um, that we're gonna continue. Nork. Do you pronounce it Newark or do you say Nork? Nork, like N O R K. Nork. 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 It's Nork. It's Nork. You're saying it fast though. What are you saying? Nork. Nork. Are you pronouncing it with a W? No. Nork. Nork. You're not, you're not answering. Are you saying Nork? Nork. Like N O R W K? Nork? Or are you saying Newark? No, Nork. 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 Newark. Nork. 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 Newark. Nork. 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 Nobody really pronounced the W. I think it's just Nork. Newark. I'm sure it's pronounced like Nork. No, it's Nork. It's Nork. But like, how do you say? You from Jersey? Nork. 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 All right. So this week for the episode, <coughs> our main topic. Piensa la tiempo. Oh, facts. All right. Look at you. You don't hear shit. You don't hear shit. You showed them on camera. Mr. Lopez. You showed them on camera. Like I'm gonna learn this shit. Now you up here really took Bro, already, it's done. Stephen. If you don't know by now, you know. I know. I feel pressure. Through. I know. Stephen. <laughs> Jason's been rubbing his temple for the last two minutes. Like, I know black do I know black Dominican. But, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start telling you, yo soy Dominicano, you know, no soy Americano. Mi padre no, you just like it Spanish. But, so this this week for the episode, we don't have a real main topic. Um we feel we we feel like these freestyle episodes are the best. Are the best. Um, We've literally been talking about everything. We got the freestyles. See now we have we have three types of episodes, right? <clears throat> we get the freestyle episode, which we come in here, we on some Wayne and Nine shit. You feel me? Straight off the dome. Pause for my New York listeners. Uh, two, you can get it. You can get the hat episode. We feel we'll be coming with the topics and all that good stuff. And then three, you have the real clean cut, learned episode, like the health episode. And if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that. Learn yourself something. Um, we got to run gonna, that back one time, too, because we, we got health? some more think, health things. Yeah, I think we didn't yeah. really get into it, though. We, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Could do, we can do a health series. I'm trying to get cursed yeah. out. Like I want to do the health episode, and, like, eight people DM me, like, yo, you know what you're talking about, you dumb. I want to get yeah. You think they're going to DM know, you, like, I love me? What are you talking know, about? I want I yeah, people, 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 people to go crazy on me. Like, yo, you know, I don't you got no protein. What you talking about? Yo, eat grass. You know what I'm saying? If I don't get that reaction, I feel like I ain't go hard enough. Christian's a very clean body, clean Clean like mind, clean. guy. I am very clean. I got so. a clean soul. Oh, his mind is dirty. Trust me. Okay. My, my money dirty. <laughs> Your money dirty? Why would you say that on here? It's a joke, obviously. Obviously. Money dirty. Now I was knocking at our shit. <laughs> Listen, we haven't made no bread off this podcast. Don't come <laughs> ask for nothing, right? You make his shit off us. <laughs> but um, yeah. So mm-hmm. we wanted to revisit what we were talking about before. Uh, I. I'm going to ask Lou. Lou, do you feel like women <laughs> should be choosing the men that they want to be with? Or should they allow men to damn their like audition? And then they see out of who's coming to them, what's the best for them? I don't think I understand the question. So do you feel like women should just be like, I, I like this guy. I'm going to go for this guy. Or most women have a lot of guys approaching them. Should they filter through the guy's? That's approaching them and see what's the best fit for them. 
That right there. The second? Everybody has a preference, right? Mm-hmm. So if, for example, there's, there could be this beautiful-ass girl that keeps looking at, that, does, that is not looking at me, but I'm looking at her. Is she wrong? No. She, I'm, I'm not her type. So why will I make her have to choose me? You get me? So she has a choice. Everybody has a choice, basically. Yeah. So that's the stand that I take, the fact that everybody can choose who they, who they want to entertain. Now, nine out of ten times, the person that you don't like might be the person for you. It's just that their appearance. So, that, so for example, they say guys like with their eyes and girls like with their heart. I believe that. Mm-hmm. That is very true. Once you, there's mad pretty girls, mad ugly girls that you talk to. Masa Menos? Masa Menos. There's no esta verdades. How so? Because I t- just had this conversation the other day. If you have two guys, did I ask this before? Maybe. If you have two know. guys, they treat you the same. Mm-hmm. But one's rich and powerful, and one is broke with no power. Who are you going to choose? And they both treat me the same? Yeah. Rich and powerful. So with all things equal, rich money and power has a lot to do with it. But that, that makes yeah. it unequal, though. Yeah, that makes that it makes unequal. It, yeah. No, I said all things else equal. That, Like, for instance, men. If you deal with men, so, if you, I, I think men choose with right? their eyes for mm-hmm. sure. Like I think men would like if if you had one girl who was ugly, and if you had one girl who was ugly but super wealthy, and you had a girl who was super attractive but broke, <laughs> men would choose the super attractive girl more more times than not. The one that's throwing right, that, that's why I said the one that's throwing that turkey. <laughs> what? That's why I said the yes, But well, girls, girls, you say girls just solely for the heart. Girls will go with someone who has money. Yeah, but why would I go But think with about somebody? it. Think about okay. it. If, 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 if both if things are the same, yeah, you're gonna go with the person that can provide security. Yeah, why? I, I think, but I think but women wrong? put that like women will put money and security over like, oh my god, but I really like them. Nah, I don't, nah, I don't agree with that. No, I, I, I don't think, think so. I've seen way too many I've seen a of lot of thick. girls literally taking care. Hold on, hold on, hold up. I want to, I want to understand your point of view. more getting your bag. Wait, who? What makes you think that? No, I'm saying, but then even with me and my ex, like. Who was um, broke? Yeah, when we were in high school. It didn't last, though. High school? I mean, no, not in high school. Oh. While we were in college, like, he used my car. He stayed with me. Like, I helped build his business, and he's super successful now. But like, that, but that count, but that's that. Yeah, no shaking. We got to add that in there, though. No, he didn't have anything, and, and I had it, on. and I helped him. But we got to add that in there. I think that still counts. Like, when you say, like, even the potentiality of being rich and successful, also, I would put in that bracket of, like... So... Like women are gonna like. Would you choose a, a would you choose a couch potato who did nothing with their life but was just Duh, made you feel would really you? good? Would I? Yeah. Would choose a couch potato? Yeah. No. I think guys are more likely to do it. Like if they are attractive. No. But my dad told me right. He told me. Especially, <clears throat> especially me because I'm I'm an athlete. Mm-hmm. I played sports year round growing up mm-hmm. even now I'm still playing football and I like to do athletic things go on walks go hiking mm-hmm. I couldn't be with a girl that's like afraid of nature mm-hmm. not not wanting to go on walks doesn't like riding bikes not doing stuff like that because gonna, we're going to get to an age where especially when there's kids involved like I'm you're going to start doing things that suit your interests so mm-hmm. like on a Saturday if I want to get up and go take a hike she may not want to do that Mm-hmm. You feel me? She might want to just sit in the crib, just enjoy her Saturday, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if I can't, if you can't have those moments together, you're not like you're gonna go out and walk and just meet someone and just trip into a freaking a whole affair. But like, you feel me? Like you'll meet, you'll start meeting people who share the same interests as you, and you'll just see that damn, there's other people out here 
that I can connect with on a, on a different level rather than like my partner. So I think that's going to be something that's important for me. I, like, we don't have to think exactly the same, but we have to have... I, I actually would pre- prefer a woman that's smarter than me. Because women are generally usually smarter than men. One, so? yes. Mm. Two, not... I... <laughs> this is the face Jason made. I don't... I, I, think, I was going to say either or. I, no, no, I, I think... Alright, I'm not going to... I'm not going to... That's a very blanket statement. I'm not going to say women are generally smarter than men, but I think... I feel like women have more common sense than men. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. Most girls go off emotions and not common sense. It's about to get crazy. It is about to get crazy. I mean, our brains just work. It's about to get lit. Yeah, it's different. It's different. Brains do work different. It's different. But me personally, I would would rather be with someone that I can learn from and they can learn from me rather than someone that's only going to learn from me. Yeah. 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 That's true. Because that's going to become exhausting. Because, yeah. Think about it. It's like, oh, you, I can say something. And you're like, oh, I never heard about that. And it's like something I research. But like mm-hmm. everything you say, not only is it shit that I already know, but you're probably saying it in the wrong manner. I'm going to. Bro, you know, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, um, I don't know if you guys deal with this because I feel like everyone here is like, you know, we're, we're more ambitious. We're more knowledgeable than the average person. You know what I mean? So like at times. Speak for yourself. I don't want shit for myself. <laughs> Okay, that's it. So we got one out of I'm joking, people. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know if you guys ever deal where it's like, I got into a habit now where, like, sometimes someone will be talking to me and I know what they're saying isn't true. Like, I know what they're yeah. saying is just full of, like, it's just, yeah, yeah, bro. yeah, 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 yeah. And you I just let them finish. Too. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's a great point, bro. Really? Wow. Wow. I didn't think of it like that. Because I used you to. You say that all the time. Or... No. <laughs> no, I used to be like, I used to feel like the urge to be like, Bro, no. What are you talking about? There's an article out like this. Have you read it? Like, did you go look mm-hmm. into it? And I realized Please after don't ever time, do that to me. people don't actually care. People don't care. I realize people don't care. They don't want me to tell them the truth. Or they don't want to hear the truth. Mm-hmm. They just want to. They just want me to listen to them, and they want me to hear them out, and they want to talk, and they want to feel good after the conversation. So I just carry that out. You know what I'm saying? I just like, hey, whatever. Now back to your point. Like, you want to be with someone who like pushes you forward, helps you grow. Yeah. I feel like depending on what you do on a day-to-day basis, the, the chance of you finding someone who helps you do that gets very small. It's very tiny and tiny and smaller and smaller and smaller. You know what I'm saying? Because like at the age of 25, you're very, like, you'll, it's super rare to find a 25-year-old who's doing something other than partying, going out, and having a good time. So if you're someone who doesn't do that, who doesn't just want to chill or watch that. It's super rare that you'll find someone else who's gonna be want to do that That's, too. All right, so you know how I was talking about with like the holiday I was gonna do, like Strangers Day, mm-hmm. how you would be at places where you share interests. Mm-hmm. You have to think about in the context where you meet people. You can meet a great person at a concert. You can meet a great person mm-hmm. at a club. Yeah, but think about all the people that go to clubs, mm-hmm. and if there's a common theme between them, what that common theme is, right? It might be a person that's there, grad school, has a lot going for themselves. They want to, you know. They just finished up their exams. They're done. They want to go enjoy themselves. Well, this might be a person where they party every night. They go there every day. You feel me? So the percentages of you meeting someone that's the grad school student there yeah. is a lot slimmer. Mm-hmm. But if you had a Barnes and Nobles, you talk to somebody in the aisle, mm-hmm. that a person in a, in a yeah. self-help or self-development section looking yeah. for books, you can already tell that like this is either someone that's trying to open themselves up to this or they're already open to that. Yeah, that's a fact. So you finding someone in one of those aisles mm-hmm. or, you know... In a in a in a health food or at a, I mean a health health food Whole Foods yeah. or or at a like a seminar or something like that. These are already people that are in settings 
in which you're putting yourself so you can say like, at least this person is trying to project themselves okay, so the same me, way as me let me ask you a question oh you guys without being cocky just with being thoroughly like this is just the truth where would you put yourself in your age group on a threshold where would you put yourself like is there like a scale yeah so like you know like say you have do you would you say you're below 50 percent you're in the bottom 90 percent or you're in the top 10 percent you're in the top five percent not not so much of what you have materially everything everything being at like your 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 wisdom wise your, your knowledge your curiosity your you know your genuineness your empathetic like how nice you are about how well you communicate how well you know yourself, like how well you're ambitious, how you know your passions, are you willing to chase, like everything. Well, I, I think that you can answer that question without cockiness because of how other people perceive you. That's very you true. Because I, I know myself, you, you included, uh, business owner, you're graduated, I'm not graduated yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when you speak to people and you tell the other, like I can tell a person like I do clothes, I'm a barber. I you know run a podcast. I have a business. I do all these. I do all these things. They're like, oh my god! Like and I can see that that's not something that's common that they'll hear from a lot of people. So I do think I'm in a higher percentile, mm-hmm. and I know for a fact I think way differently than the people of my generation. Yeah. So like me, like my answer to that question, like you know, without you know, I don't want to offend nobody, but I would clearly say I'm in the top one percent. You know what I mean? That's just how I feel about myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I know like. I know what I'm willing to do on a daily basis that most people aren't willing to do. So now back to your thing, like, oh, you got to be with someone who helps you grow, right? What are the odds now of everyone, like, you're going to find someone else who also thinks But there's like, different but aspects of helping grow. Exactly. Like, I was, okay, I was dating somebody that was completely opposite of me, like, mm-hmm. completely opposite. And when I tell you completely opposite, like, he was kind of like an asshole. Like, he would just say whatever, do whatever, and, like... For the most part, I'm pretty, like, sympathetic and, like, I'm not going to go outside and just start walling on, not walling, but, like, let's say we go outside, like, and somebody messed up our order, like, he would be quick to be, like, why the fuck did you do that type thing? But I was, like, ah, like, calm down. But we were, like, completely different. Like, we were in two different fields of work. Like, it was, like, crazy. And, like, we kind of fed off of each other. Like, he taught, like, he kind of taught me to be, like, a little tougher. And I taught him, like, you know, you have to be a little bit more empathetic in certain situations. Like, you can't tweak all the time. Yeah. And although we had, like, different careers and, like, our careers had nothing to do with each other. And, like, mm-hmm. if he wanted to push me forward, the only thing that I could possibly think or if I wanted to push him forward would be, like, financial. But we were both good financially. Like, we both worked yeah. pretty decent jobs. So, like, it was things, like, emotional and, like, and those are the things that kind of take me to, like, the next level. Like, me wanting to get to know you because I have everything. Like, mm-hmm. I not have everything, but, you know, I'm working on myself. Like, I'm in grad school. Mm-hmm. I have two jobs. Like, I live on my own. So, when it comes to, like, finding somebody, it's more of, like, what you can do for me, like, internally. Like, are you going to help me grow within myself like what knowledge can you you bring to me like question i have a question off of that so how long does it take you not just relationship a friend Mm -hmm. yeah of course stranger you meet just relationships how long does it take you to have a conversation with someone to realize this person cannot help me grow at all like um i can tell them like the first one or two conversations Mm -hmm. honestly like you know when you could just like you could just like see through people some people you just have nothing to learn from you yeah like you just be like yeah, you're not like you're not my type. Like you're not my type. Yeah, like, you can like, you can you can definitely feel that shit. Like 
even with relationships, like, it, it was once I was, like, talking to this girl, and I remember one time, like, she answered the phone when I was with her, and she was like, oh, I'm with my nigga right now. <laughs> and I'm like, I, it just immediately in my head, I'm like, yeah, it's just not going to last long. Because, yes. bro, I would never talk to somebody like, oh, yeah, I'm with my bitch right now. Like, that's that crazy funny? to me. That's supposed to be funny? No. I'm like, de- she was being serious? She was being dead ass. Like, she was with her nigga? Like, that's what she said. Like, I am out. Like, she said, oh, I'll wow. call you later. I'm with my nigga right now. And I'm like... As in her friend or boyfriend? Huh? As in her As friend, friend or boyfriend. boyfriend. Like, I, we, weren't, we weren't, like, seriously together. Like, we were talking. But, like... Yeah, okay. oh, sorry, sorry, dating. Yeah, because I Because she don't hates like, the word talking. I don't like talking because, like, we're grown. Yeah. Like, mm. you know... High we're, school, it was okay. Yeah, like, yeah, we're, like, guess, openly dating. Like, but, you know... This is, so, like, I'm like, yeah, this is not, not going to last long. Because, like, I, I just... That whole mindset, I just can't get behind that. But going back to what what you were saying, I think there's different types of helping people grow. Because you can be with a person that has to, like, you would literally have to incubate everything around them to help them grow. And there's certain people that just might need one thing. Like, you you could have had, you could have been the same exact person you were. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that putting a, that's putting, like, a, a ceiling over you is the fact that you didn't really believe in yourself. Yeah. You put in the same amount of work. You did all that stuff. So you don't, you wouldn't need to be with a person that would say, hey, Christian, you got to get up early. Or Christian, you have to read because you're already doing those things. Mm-hmm. But you might need that person like, yo, Christian, what you're doing, the world needs that. Yes. You feel me? So that type of helping that person grow is different than a person saying, you have to do this, you have yes. to do that, you have to do that. Yeah. So you could be the water or you could be the sunlight. Yeah, so then back yes. to what you're saying is like, how long does it take you to realize, wow, this person. Quick. Quick, it's pretty quick. quickly, pretty quickly. Because as if, if you're a friend of mine, mm-hmm. I think, especially if I'm depending on what context I, I I meet you, like most of my like real real friends, like I've known them for years and years on end now. Like like I said before, me and Jace, sixth grade, we've been cool. Me and Moherm, fourth grade, mm-hmm. and like my newer friends, we all met like in high school. Mm-hmm. So that's like the newest like friends I have. So. Anybody that's newer, like a college friend or something like that, like I have like a select friend group that I like, like Ram, Dule, Ib, Rico, like my boys from college. I like when you met them in school, mm-hmm. they one either give you the same feeling like as a childhood friend, mm-hmm. or two immediately y'all connected on a level, or they showed me something that was completely right. different than I've ever experienced. Yeah. So it's like, yo, bro, like we're like how I met my friends in LIU, like we're at a school WPI. Most of us aren't enjoying it. Like, we don't really fit in. There's a bar scenes and all this stuff. Like, we're just trying to figure out, like, how we can stay sane in this school just because the environment's so different than what, we, what we've experienced. Mm-hmm. And just by us talking to each other, me having a conversation with Ib being from Newark, me having a conversation with Ram, who's from Canarsie, Brooklyn, like, and just, like, talking to them and them adding stuff to my life that I just never knew. You feel yeah. me? So it's like, I could easily talk to them and be like, yo, we could be on the block. We could be doing this. They didn't operate like that. You mm-hmm. feel me? They oper- they operated <laughs> differently than yeah. me. Like, they thought differently, but they operated in the same manner. As in, like, we're just here to get ourselves better. You feel me? Like, we're here to be better. We're here to be mm-hmm. better people. So, you feel me? Not everybody you're going to meet is a saint. And not everybody you're going to meet automatically is going to have, like, some profound <laughs> thing to teach you. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think the context in which you meet people and how they add to your life. Mm-hmm. I think matters. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. And it's also just like a, a feeling you get. Like, you ever just meet somebody and their like, aura's kind of like off? Like, you're like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not really like, like fitting in with my puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. Like, you t- 
just a little weird and it's not weird because everybody has like their things or whatever but it's kind of just like you're not you're not giving me like a safe like when i look for friends or relationships i look for like you like that safe feeling like yeah like comfort like you have to remind me of like something that's like like homey to me because i'm very standoffish like i don't like people in my space i don't really mess with like new people like that Mm -hmm. so when i do get around new people i'm very like reserved until i understand like what kind of person you are and what kind of person like you are to me anyway or or not even to me because i'm very big on like how you treat other people is how, mm-hmm. like, I'm a feast, like, see you, period. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want the people around me to treat other people good. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, if I don't see you making, like, a positive impact, like, period, like, in other people's lives, like, if you always come with drama or you're always, like, upset all the time or you always, like, never have, like, you guys ever had, like, encountered a person that just always has something bad a, to say a negative name you, you just be like for, yeah. yeah like you just be like bro like, like shut the fuck up like shut up like yeah. come on like people's having a good day we all go through shit like throughout our days like yeah so like for me like, i'm the type of person i just want to answer you yeah me too yeah that did like, i say that at the table like you should you should you should never talk. tell yeah. like anybody that's gonna come out their mouth and say like you don't know what i'm going through that's genuinely not a person that you need to have in your life no. Because I've been, I've met people that had parents that were in the hospital dying, mm-hmm. that has had nothing to go home to, like as in like no family, no food, none of that. Have a mom that's at home on drugs, and they're they come into to a community space with people, and they're just being a ball of sunshine. So it's like if those people have the wherewithal to like, I like really take a step back and be like you know like even though my situation is shit, I don't. I don't have the right to just project that onto other people. I think there's like a there's like a small group of people who like deal with the smallest amount of adversity, and they just feel like everybody needs to feel their pain. Mm-hmm. Everyone on the timeline has to know about it. Uh, everybody has to like and the, all that stuff. Like I like I, I I understand the fact that this may not be something new for you, or you may not know how to deal with it. But at the same time, you should still you should still understand that the fact that you, I could be talking to christian about something i'm like yo bro like my shit is going so bad right now you got this going on for you you got that going on for you but how you know like this didn't happen but like like a person could be saying like oh like damn chris i want to be just like you you graduated you did all this with it but like what if you're a person that like you graduated and it's like the, the exact field that you want to go into like you were like depressed because like you started your job you absolutely hated it like mm-hmm. you're getting up every day you're just you can't, like, and now this person constantly telling you like, I want to be like you because you have your shit together. Yeah. That's now invalidating what you're going through, and you can't even now in turn go say like, Yo, bro, I don't even fucking like where I'm at in life. You feel me? Right. Yeah. So like, yeah. that shit is one of the most insensitive things you can do mm-hmm. because you're kind of telling the person what I'm going through is more important, and on top of that, whatever I think that you're going through, like when you were talking about your friend before. Actually, I don't know if I should say that. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'll, but like there's cer- there's certain people that will like make paint paint a picture of you in their head, uh-huh. and like that's you. That's yeah. you. And yeah. it's like no matter what you do, like a person I've had a person tell me like, oh, like damn, like everybody likes you, like you're just a likable person, and I'm like, there's plenty of people that don't like me. I just don't know that, 
But there's plenty of people that don't like me. Well, and, I and, do know, and I and don't give a fuck. Exactly. And it's like, the, you can you can walk through your life, and you can do things in a manner of, I care about what everyone thinks about me. I, 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 I'm, I'm worried about this, I'm worried about that. But at the end of the day, when I die, I'm going to be in a casket by myself. When I came out of a vagina, I came into this world by myself. So the only opinion that actually matters is your own. Yeah. So you can live your life and you can do things and you can you can do whatever it is that you want to do. But if you just always, if you always have that, that thought in the back of your head, like, damn, how's this person going to view me? How's this person going to view me? Then you, you're going to walk through life like that. Like, I okay. I surround my people. I surround myself with people that I can be myself around. Like, like you so- talked about, like being like standoffish and stuff like that. Like, I feel like a, that's a common trait for like most of us. Yeah. So like and I, I want to say most of us, I mean, like us in the circle. But, like, when we get around our people, like, we can really be ourselves. Like, who I am with Jace, who I am with you, who I am with Chris, who I am with Lou. Like, wow, that rhymed. But um, <laughs> it's like the, the person I get to be is different than if I'm in a corporate setting or if I'm at a at a football, in, sitting in a football room or something like that. Like, you don't always get those types of relationships with people. So I think it's important to you know, kind of cultivate those relationships. I, th- I would say I'm a little bit, like, different in a sense. It's like, I'm very vul- uh, vulnerable. Like, I'll openly, like, I don't tell someone, I won't tell someone my life, but I'll tell someone, like, my flaws. I'll tell someone what I'm good at. I'll tell someone just stories here and there. So, like, for mm-hmm. me, it's like, I'll talk to a stranger. And I'll tell a stranger, yeah, I'm not good at that. Like, I'm not bad at that. You know what I mean? And I like that. In that sense, I'm vulnerable. And I think that helps me connect with people. Yeah. Because, like, I think people trust you more when you're, like, super just open, like, vulnerable to them. Like, hey, Oh wow, you deal with that, I deal with that too. Like, yeah, like for instance, I deal with that sometimes a lot, where people be like, "Oh, Christian, you know, you know, you do this, 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 that, and the third. And like, I've learned something from a book I read. You know, what I mean, it's when you talk to people who like view in like this high light, whatever. You know, you're not mm-hmm. actually there. It's good to talk about um, your faults. It's good to talk about things that you're going through that's tough because then it makes them feel better. So what I'll do on purpose is if, I, if I'm talking to someone who I know has kind of put me on a pedestal unnecessarily, mm-hmm. I'll talk about all the negative things in my life because mm-hmm. it makes them feel better. And you, then when and you, you t- humanize yourself. Yeah. Okay, so why why do you feel like you have to tell them those things? Because I'm very like I'm very consciously I never want to drop someone's self image or drop their self esteem. So like yeah. when I talk to people, like I have a goal, like I want people to feel how I feel. Of course. You know what I mean? So, like, I feel good on a regular basis. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm, I'm very conscious of, like, if I'm talking to someone who's put me on a pedestal and I start talking about all the good things in my life, it's going to make them feel worse. You know what I'm saying? And I know that. So, I intentionally talk about all the bad things in my life just to make them feel better about themselves. But if, like, that's your friend and, mm-hmm. like, that's somebody that's supposed to support you, like, mm-hmm. regardless, because I will talk about my bad things with y'all yeah. and, you know, vice versa or whatever. But, like... You have to talk about your bad things to make your friend feel good about themselves. Yeah. That sounds crazy. I, I think I think the context in which Chris is saying it, he's saying it like he'll he'll say it in a man like he does his friend hearing bad things about him doesn't make his friend feel better. But his friend hearing hearing about things that he may not do well or things that may be viewed as negative for Chris gives his friend like the knowledge that like, all right, I can do it too. Yeah, yeah, and it's like and the same thing. It's damn. It's like I know before that person's my friend. That person's a human being. Yeah, of course. So even they, they even though they don't purposely like be like, oh, you know, I want to hear bad things about Chris to make myself feel better. Like they're not thinking that way. I would pray and hope. Mm-hmm. But I know they're a human being. 
And humans are naturally, like, anyone who tells you, oh, I'm never jealous or envious, they're lying. Mm-hmm. It's so natural to us mm-hmm. to be like, to see a nice car and be like, damn, that car should be mine. Or like, mm-hmm. damn, I wish I had that car. That's a natural sign of, of envy and jealousy. Mm-hmm. It's okay, though. You're a human being. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes people can't even turn it off when it's their closest friend. You know what I'm saying? So if you aren't, if you don't have that awareness, which I know, like I said, if you view yourself in the top five or ten, one percent, whatever, of the people in your age group, then you might know things that other people just don't know. And I know there's a lot of things I know that most people don't know. Yeah. So I am super aware of it. Me and too. I know that, hey, you don't know that subconsciously, you know, when I, when I, if I say something good on myself and you like for a quick second frown or a quick second cringe and you feel angry on the inside and that's going to change the way this conversation goes and the way you deal with me on a daily basis. And I don't want that. All I got to do is just not tell you the good things that are happening in my life. Right. Yeah. And I don't completely revolutionize the way the conversation is going to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Looking in from the outside and it's easier to make a, um, like a, like a blanket, a blanketed statement about something or, or to have a point of view about something. Like I've had someone say to me, like th- their, their family life was like kind of like disoriented okay. as in like certain people don't talk to people right. and all this stuff, but everybody's still alive. Mm-hmm. And I had someone tell you to me like, oh, like I wish my family was like your family, like your family's so close, but people don't understand behind closed doors that my older brother literally had to die for my family to get that close. Right. So it's like, would you want to sacrifice a family member to have right. your family be closer? Sure. Because at the end yeah. of the day, like. That's what happened. Yeah. Sure. It may not sound good, but that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like yeah. the reason why my family values each other so much, mm-hmm. and we even we just like every other family, we fall back into petty shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. of but like the males don't. It's the females in my family. No cap. <laughs> like right. I'm, I'm never. A, I'm gonna plead the fifth. <laughs> I, Smart I, I, I tell my cousin that all the time. They petty, but um. You didn't hear me say it. I love y'all, but y'all, y'all know y'all petty, but um. <laughs> Yeah, so like seeing, like hearing stuff like that, like person like, oh, like I want, like your family's like, bro, you don't understand what it took to get yeah. there, and like me personally, like I I look at things for what they are because I've seen the other side of things. I've seen people look like they're have it and they're happy and they're this and they're that, and I see the other side of it. Of so it's like you can never say to someone, you have it all, and you're good, and this is why I think that because you have to allow that to um what's the name but but i do feel like we got off the topic of of um we didn't answer the question what the question, what question? the the oh should you, we let um men choose yeah, women yeah oh oh I, oh i got my answer did you answer already did you finish your answer did i did i answer no, no. I only lewis answer oh. and we went on a whole tangent it's cool though i right, go go ahead um yeah i'm gonna just say real quick um i do want a guy to choose me um now at this grown age like at first it was like um you know you just whoever looks good or whatever you know whatever whatever guy is like willing to come and you know like now we're grown now i need to know like you want me because you keep going for who looks good or who does this or who doesn't do this or whatever you see on social media because that's the problem with a lot of us women. Because I'm gonna I'm throw me in there too. Because you see a nice, cute little couple, and then you're like, oh my god. But they probably fucking hate each other. You don't know nothing. I don't want that. People no, I want genuine. Stupid. I want love. I want the guy to love me. I want him to see me for me. Because I have everything else. I don't need him to come in and come 
take care of me, put me in a house, and give me kids and all that crazy stuff. No, I want a guy to come in and understand that I'm working on myself and that he has to work on himself and we will do this together and build an empire together. So I think hijo. that I want a guy to find me. I don't want kids. But yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm in agreement. I feel like as a man you should because once again looking at the other side, I have I've had plenty of friends that were women that were attractive and they would always get the assumption like oh you got hoes you got you got dudes lined up and da 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 and you gotta think about it if 10 guys walk past a pretty girl and they all have the same thought no one talk to her you feel me so the one person that might show confidence might walk up to her and, and just come and talk to her as a human being and don't put her on a pedestal they're probably gonna be the ones to get the female because of the fact that it's like bro she's a regular human being She's just more attractive than other human beings, but she's still a human being. Mm-hmm. So you going to talk to that person would just like that can open up a whole new realm. And there were so many situations like when I was younger, and just not not even just with like with a uh, like relationships, just like people in general was like, oh, I should have said something or like that kid was cool. I could have probably be friends with him or something like just whatever. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You just let all those things pass. And I think when you don't let things happen natural naturally. And when you try to, like, I can't meet someone and say, I want to be that person's friend. Mm-hmm. I know plenty of, like, and we just talked about, like, some women, emphasis on some people, not all of you guys, but some women, they run through friend groups. Cause I know women that specifically pick women to be their friends because they look good or because mm-hmm. they have something going on for themselves. And it's like, I can't do that because I can't say to a dude, like, oh, I want to be your friend because I see you got money, you got sections. Yeah. Because whatever comes based off of that is going to be so, what's the word I'm looking for? Shallow. Yeah. It's going to be a shallow relationship based off of whatever it is that you're picking people off of. So yeah. I do think that if I just speak to people, right, and I filter through people and I say, you know what, that dude's cool. I can, I can be friends with that guy. I'm going to find a genuine friendship because of whatever. And I think the same thing for a relationship. Because if a girl goes and says, I want that dude. And then the, he was, the person was talking there saying like, oh, if a girl like DMs a guy, usually the, the guy first thought is like, oh, she trying to fuck. Right? Probably. So. Huh? Probably. And that's just. Jesus. That's how most men think. Bro, you got to. That's not how most men think? Bro, I feel yeah, like. Honestly. I think you got to give. Like, you got to give people grace sometimes too. You can't really judge men for that. You know what I'm saying? Because think about it. If majority of men think that way, it's two things that could be going on. Something biological or something society put in them. Because mm-hmm. why would majority of all these people think the same exact way? They have to be taught that or they're just born like that. So you got to either blame their biology or blame society that's teaching them that. Because when, no when they traditionally, what it's the usually... What think when they see a guy DM them? He's trying to hit. I mean, it depends on how the guy DMs you. Yo. And, and that's what I'm saying. So, with, with that with that being said... You getting left on right. Yeah. Yo. A, a, gir- a girl, most likely... I don't know you, nigga. A, most likely, you post a picture... <laughs> Straight up. On, on average, right? Fuck, are you DMing me, yo? <laughs> on, on, on average, if you post a, a picture, right? Mm-hmm. How many... I don't want to make it spot hot, nothing like that. On average, when like, I post a picture, it's like... More 10. than... More than eight. More than eight. Go sign DMs right? after you post pictures? So, so, yeah. so think about Nothing this. Well, it depends what they DM, though. Wait, you post a picture? No, regardless, regardless, yeah. pe- men interacting Nothing with least. that picture 
probably well, with okay. the intention of, of even if it's not to, to start a combo. you feel me just to start a conversation mm-hmm. i can post a picture and every day sad. for a week right not a single person. No, I'm, I'm not. Ugly. I'm not gonna say not a single <laughs> okay, person. Okay, bad Slide DMs. But like, I might, I might have a friend. I might have a cousin. You feel me? Interact with the picture. But it's not too many girls. Even and I've, I've witnessed women talk to other women about me. You feel me? But they just would never tell me. Slide your DMs. Like not even like I've seen like I've had that. This is why I pay to have friends that are girls just to let you know because they'll put you on. But. I've had friends that were girls that's like, yo, such and such thing so much about you. I'm like, yo, they always look at my stuff and never said nothing to me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But you gotta think about it. She posted a picture, ten. It's it's almost guaranteed. Yeah, right? I posted a picture today. I got thirteen replies. I posted a picture that was like on my regular comments time. or like slide your DMs. Slide in my DM DM slide. So you think about it, right? That's <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a, that's a yeah. sample that's a sample size of thirteen. To different. choose from, That's right? Different. Meaning, there's going to be some people in there that have bad intentions. There's going to be some people in there that just generally find her attractive. Some people that... There might be someone in there that's really, really compatible with her, right? Got it. Right? That's your problem right there. Or somebody's... But, like right there, ladies and No, no, I know, I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, but for a guy, if he gets to that one, this is not normal. This is not... So, what's the one thought that clicks in his head, right? So, now... When that thought clicks in his head, in her head, like I said, the playing field is immediately unleveled. So now, boy could do this, do that. She's she's gonna she's gonna do all these things to try to show this dude that like, oh, I'm feeling you. But he knows that she's feeling him already. So in her head, she's doing things that really the guy should be doing. He should be doing things to show you that he's feeling you, mm-hmm. rather than you doing things to show that he's feeling her. Because like you said, I've seen dudes out here driving around girls' cars, doing mm-hmm. this, doing all this other stuff, you feel me? And it's like, they never really had any intentions of making an honest woman of the girl, making them a girl for nothing At like all. that. So... These niggas are trifling. But you don't see that. You don't you don't see that on the other side. You don't see a, a dude but a dude will go and do those things for a woman. You feel me? You're not just going to give up the keys. So it's like, bro, those women never really had a chance because one... They already got technically what they say most guys want from women, right? Already got that. They're already getting the, the treatment. You're doing whatever you want for them already. So what is going to make him invest now a relationship into you? And he's getting all the, the record, he's reaping everything from a relationship without even having it. For the record, I tell all my friends that are girls, don't get mad at me. I tell them, yo, minimum, hold out for like three months, four months. No, seriously. Hold what out? I'm about the to start. Cause I feel like you can't put a day on that. I'm not I say at a minimum. I tell my friends or girls a minimum ninety. Cause these niggas ain't shit. Because I'm telling you, if you give it up too soon, and a guy gets too soon, then like Asante said, loses respect and stops trying. No, but it not respect. Not respect. All right, all right, all right. Can I say this? It shouldn't be that way. Huh? What starts the clock of the ninety days? Official day. Like, you gotta go on one date. I'm giving ladies, ladies free game right now. Look, now, look. Okay. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> and by the record, y'all can't see everyone stood up after I said this. Yes. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Because I just want to say something, okay? You agree with me? I, I, um... I think it, it depends on the person. Yeah, it depends. I'm, I'm going to start because, to be like, she religious. She ain't going to give it up till we marry like, like but guess what? I bet right. you try dumb hard until you get So married. I was talking to this guy. Well, I was dating this guy, <laughs> and yeah, I was say talking to. No, I was dating this guy, and um, 
it was like around my birthday time and mm-hmm. he wanted to like give me money for my birthday to get like my stuff done like my hair done my nails done things like that and you guys know me like i was arguing him down like please don't send me anything please don't send me anything so he ended up finding my cash app and he sent me a hundred dollars i sent it back and then he sent me two hundred dollars so then i was like all right send it back again send it back again <laughs> no i kept it at that point <laughs> send it back again. i kept it at that point you doubled it or right, you should have went to 400 bro. <laughs> so uh he lived far away he lived far away, so um, when he came back home, like I guess for like holiday time, would he come back home for like Thanksgiving or something like that? He literally like ended up being with like another girl. Like it was just crazy. Definitely. Like he was like, like I guess cheating. I mean, we weren't like officially officially dating, but like. We were dating. He was weighing his options. He basically, like, went out, like, cheated, and, like, was trying to have me on the side type of a thing. It's, like, crazy. Like, guys, either, like, I don't know. I don't know, like, how to explain it. Like, regardless of the situation, like, either they want to or they don't. And they'll just, like, This is my take on the question. I'm going to answer my take on the question. I think that men and women should date people who choose each other. That's how I feel about the situation. Yes. If y'all want me to but explain, you, let like, me know. That's right. Like, I, I was choosing this guy. This guy was choosing me. Well, well, I thought he was yep. choosing me. How do you know if somebody's choosing you or not? That's the because thing. I feel like this is where it gets <laughs> right. like, yeah, no. like, like, yeah, no. See, look, this is where, and this is where, this is where big, big time comes into play, right? Well, I can speak from a man's perspective. I'll do this real quick from a man's perspective. You're dating a girl, right? Mm-hmm. And on a date, she's looking around. She's on her phone. She's not turned to you. She's not interested. She's not paint. She's not interested in you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't say, I just got to try harder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go move on. But if yeah. you're talking to her, she's making eye contact, playing with the hair, you know, really turned towards like, into, you, yeah. not crossed up, open. Yeah. She's obviously attracted to you. Keep it going. Start trying. Do a little more effort. I think a lot of people do, men and women, they keep trying for people who don't want them. Right. Stop. Only, you should only go for people if you guys want each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop it, bro. Just give it up. Because then what happens is when, say you want someone or you're trying for someone who doesn't want you back in return, Mm -hmm. and you fall into the trap of overcompensation, that person will not have respect for you even if you win. Mm -hmm. Even if you say you do get them. Like, yeah. I, going back to Kevin, Kevin Samuels, he was just, uh, he was doing a live the other night, and there was a lady up there talking, and she was like, uh, it was, it's not, it's not on topic, but she was like, I just wanted to get your point of view. She was married to someone, um, they had five kids together, That's right? A great number. They had five kids together, they, they split. Great number. They split because he was seeing a, a woman on the side, right? Why are you giving her energy? Why you giving her energy? What these niggas listen, do? Listen, Let listen, listen. She said that even though she was upset that he was seeing, he was seeing another woman, she would rather, within herself, take whatever blows comes with that and keep her family together. So she offered to to let. She said, she said you can keep her as a girlfriend, just respect family time. And you can you can still see her. I don't care, but I still I don't want us to get a divorce. I want I want to stay together for the kids. So uh, she was like, oh, and even after that, like he didn't he didn't want to do it. So she's like, what can I do to save my family? Nothing. 
He's like, there's nothing you can do. He's like, you literally just gave a man the, almost like a perfect ultimatum. Like, if a, 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 a guy was getting married and said to a woman, she's like, oh, you, can, I can be your wife and you can still have a girlfriend inside. Most dudes Men would be like, yeah, fine. Yeah, like fine. They don't like, want to do that. that too yeah. stressful. Like, but but I'm just saying, like most most men that's gonna cheat anyway, they're like, all right, that's perfect. I don't have to go out and I can switch out girlfriends. I can do whatever I want. So that's fine. So at that point, time out. Can quick side note. You, men who could do that, like the Mormons who have like three wives, I just want to applaud them on their mental toughness. Too much, that's because bro, I got mothers, aunts, and a girlfriend, like and I think that kids. I got just I think wow. that sometimes be like, oh my god, I just, way too much. I just me. <laughs> that's just way too much. So imagine five wives. Oh my god, I couldn't. And do then it. each wife has like three to four kids. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I like, like, I like the kids aspect. I like the kids aspect because you know I want a lot of kids. He's bugging, but yeah. the, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> like, eat like you want a lot of kids. I think God like might, ten kids. I think God might play a joke on me and give me like five. Ki- imagine God give me five girls, guys. Oh my God. I think you would be like so good with five. Girls. I would. I'd be beautiful with kids, but it's just like you. I would have to like meditate. I would have to go to probably therapy. I'd have to like, because bro, it's a lot. Like I don't know, if, yeah, like like you live like who here you live with you live with your mother and things like it's yeah. bro, it's, a, it's, it's, not, it's definitely difficult. It's not easy, mm-hmm. but I'm good. What I, what, what, <laughs> what, what, what are you I, good on, Alicia? I'm good off of not having those little oh, yeah. the kid. You, uh. What I will say though is that like bro, that shit is so difficult. <laughs> like a girl cultivating a girl. Raising a girl versus oh. a boy, so it's so much more difficult. Yeah. But um, we're getting into our closing statements. We gotta start wrapping this stuff up. We at uh, wrap it up, Dan. We got some time. We got some time in right now. Wrap it up, but, Dan. Um, this has been another episode of the Debbie Guy Chronicles. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Whether you stop listening after fifteen seconds, whether you made it to this point, we appreciate you for even giving us a chance. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, this episode, like I said, was another freestyle episode. We, yeah. for me, Lil Wayne and 09 did off the top. Came in the booth, spit some heat. Make stay dropping soon. Uh, bow, bow, bow. Be mindful of who you allow in your life. Mm-hmm. Be mindful of the energies you have around you. Watch how people react to, you know, when you tell them news, all that stuff, um, or good things that's going on in your life. Be be mindful of the, the friends you keep. Um, start your own holiday. What else? If, you, if you're Sorry. Alicia burped so <laughs> if, if you're not I'm vaccinated sorry. keep your damn mask on if you are vaccinated I'm sorry do whatever the hell you want to do you feel me it's your world we just living in it <laughs> but yeah follow everybody on their social medias at cb.lopez at Alicia Ashley on all major platforms at jsquay underscore and at um what What'd you say? You need practice it. No, I don't. And at, uh, what is it, Young Lou 24? Young Lou underscore 24. Underscore Got 24. Him. Got him. He did it on purpose. He messed up on purpose. Yeah. He messed up on ha- purpose. Ha- look, I had to make myself look human. Like I said. <laughs> um, at Keithy B, Sedulous Sundays, Sedulous Sundays, Greenhouse, Reek wow. Marsh, Greenhouse Pod, all that good stuff. Jay. Uh, should we Can't announce the joint, the joint pod? Oh, yeah. I, That's I next week. Next the, week, right? It's next week? No, okay. no, no, no. That's okay. See. Let's do it, no. Surprise! We got a little surprise for. Oh y'all. yeah, we got a surprise for y'all next week. Y'all still gonna get a regular episode for us, but we got some. Um, oh, not su- next week. Not next week. Next week. 
But like they won't hear it next week. By the time they hear it, actually, it'd probably be like the following. Yeah, so we doing be- something. We doing a little collaboration. <laughs> Y'all gonna yes, figure out it. about that. Uh, follow Jay at Mister J A Y Wheeler. Yes, follow yes. me at underscore underscore demigod underscore <laughs> at mastered M S T R D underscore studio spelled with a V. Oh my goodness, this is madness. And on Twitter at the DGC underscore this is mad. um and follow us like i said at, at the demigod chronicles what's my shit? um what what's mine and christian b lopez.com oh, what's my instagram name cb dot lopez <laughs> is there an underscore in there no you guys can follow him but don't follow us on team why because just don't we don't like it gang shit that's crazy but um like i said before we appreciate you guys for tuning in each week, helping us grow, we helping you grow. Huh? You talking crap over there? Oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Uh we pre- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happened? I'm gonna tell you in a second. But, but why you can't tell me? <laughs> helping us grow, you help you, you helping us grow, we're helping you grow. Um Yeah, that's it. This has been another episode of Debbie God Chronicles. Tuning out. It's your boy Satidaya. Alasia hit him with some Spanish. No, I don't want to hit him with no Spanish. I want to know what. That's what he said. What he said, said tell Alasia uh, to do the Spanish this week. Okay. Um, gracias para escuchando el podcast esta semana. Y los vamos a ver esta otra semana. Yeah. So, uh, mind your business. Drink, <laughs> drink water. Love your mothers and love your daughters. Eat some fruits. Eat some vegetables.